3D6 down the line. Good evening, everybody. You're watching 3D6 down the line. Once again, we are going to be playing episode 13 of our Dolmenwood Old School Essentials game. I am your host, John, your referee. Going around the horn once again, we have Mike playing Alfric Berthesel, the magic user. David playing a new character who we will reveal momentarily. Matt playing Halifax Swinney, the knight. And Ted playing Argus Dreger, the fighter. Uh, all right, so tragedy struck last episode, as we all know, when Snell Mugclump, the character that was formerly played by David, passed away in a, an act of, uh, of uh, real bravery, real bravery and heroism, which was pretty cool. So, uh, literally saved the, saved the party um, by drawing away these um, dire wolves that were native to the fairy realm of Phrygia, right when they are on the cusp of escaping through the portal back to the mortal world with the, um, the now mortal Snow, Princess Snowfall at dusk and Sir Chide back into the mortal realm. He drew them away with uh, nothing but his whistle. And they lunged upon him, giving the rest of the party, um, particularly uh, Halifax, uh, who bravely and heroically also dragged both of his fallen companions through the portal um, and uh, managed to save their lives. So Snell, RIP, he was a great character and we will miss him. Um, and David will have to remain silent for the time being as we... <laughs> as we that uh, might be the greatest challenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> True. Not I good. will haunt you as Snell's ghost. Don't you doubt it. <laughs> Until the new character arrives, the ghost is present. Uh, okay, so I just want to go over a quick logistics things, uh, things of business first, and then then you guys can get to talking about uh, what's going on. So uh, the present situation is is that you have all collapsed on the other side of the portal. So you are you are through those floating candles. You are upon you are upon the base level of those pristine steps looking up towards the circular chamber um, where the um, the blindfolded statue, where the previously blindfolded statue of Princess Snowfall at dusk was, right? So there's basically like a whole bunch of you just sort of sprawled across those steps. You've got two unconscious bodies, Alfric and Argus. Halifax, you are winded and breathing heavily. Um, Sir Chide and Lady Snowfall are both sort of like in each other's arms, just sort of like on the ground sitting and just look, looking at those bodies um, in shock and just sort of looking around them as well and just sort of trying to get their bearings. And there's so much has happened to them both physically and metaphysically and every, every temp, tempor, temporarily. Is that a word? Like in the context I mean it as and um, temporarily. Yeah. Um, that they're just sort of out of it pretty much. Um, yeah. uh, so we are literally the only person playing right now is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the status. Oh, yeah, right. I've got some stuff. Let me, let me tell you what bothers me about these guys. <laughs> get it off your chest. <laughs> Just a one-on-one -on -one session. Some stuff to get off my chest, man. How do you feel about the campaign so far, Matt? <laughs> well, let's see. Players leave a little, uh, little, little more to be desired. Anyways, it is the 23rd of Limewald. We can't forget that. What we didn't do, um, unless Ted, you can gainsay me on this, is that because um, it turned over to be the 23rd while you were in the dungeon, we never rolled for weather. Um, so don't let me forget that should you guys escape out in there, we do need to find out what the weather is like on the 23rd. Um, I'm a little concerned about your use of the word escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remove yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's just go down the line with, with statuses real quick. Argus, you, um, you are suffering from the brewmaster's balsam side effect right now and suffering from minus two to AC and saves until you get a night's rest. Yes. However, you yeah. are concussed 
until an, uh, for an un, unknown amount of days, which means that you, as you know, um, and as you've had to remind me, <laughs> uh, you are always act last in initiative because you're just sort of messed up in the head. Um, and just cosmetically, your jaw is completely jacked from having a wolf close its jaws over your helmet and crush it into your man, in, yeah, where your mandible met your skull case. Um, but no, no mechanical effects, but you just might want to role play that you're sort of jacked like that. Well, now, you said I had a minus one charisma. Uh, did I actually pick? So did I get, yeah, his mandible was like just. Oh, we did roll for that. We did actually did happen on the death of mismemberment table, right? And that's how I interpreted it. Okay. Well, so, well, thanks for, thanks for being honest, Ted, because I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've already knocked it off my character sheet. Okay. Because that's just what he needed was more suck. <laughs> <laughs> It gives it so much flavor. All right. It's, he's the most deliciously flavorful character, I guess. But he is. Yes. In retrospect, I, we, we probably would have all been better served if I'd let Argus die and Snell got out of the Phrygia. Not at all. Thanks, Argus. man. We would lose our favorite joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would anyone really tune in? <laughs> it could be. I. Anyway, right. uh, as far as the 23rd of Limewald thing goes, John, um, yep. so it's tripped over like at, it must still be nighttime then because uh, unless we were in phrygia way longer than we realized well you don't to to be honest you actually don't know what day it is um you're assuming that it's the 23rd of limewald but you okay, stayed you, you rested for eight hours or whatever um in the tomb we never did we didn't oh, we, that's we never why did. i still have a minus two mm-hmm. from the balsam we never got to sleep we, we, we decided to go exploring john and then oh, i jumped yeah. down you're right. Crap. Yeah. Okay. Holy okay. Ruin my nap. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So, did we have weather for the 23rd? Because I don't have anything written down. Oh yeah. Let me find it. The 23rd. Uh. Hold on. I'm nearly there. A while back. Yeah. Um. 23rd of Limewald is good weather. Just good weather. I have good weather. I think Mike rolled a seven as it happens. Um. Weird. So okay. that's fine. If it's, yeah, I mean, depending on how long, you know, the, the fairy time distillation thing is, you know, maybe it's the next day, maybe it's the middle of the night. I don't know, but right. um, it was good weather when we came into the tomb in the morning of the 23rd. Got it. Okay, okay cool. Uh, so I got to rent down. No problem at all. Uh, but you haven't been outside in a while. You, um, so that's Argus. Elfric, uh, you are, and Argus is also unconscious. Elfric is unconscious. Um, you have a disabled arm um, until an unknown time, and so therefore you cannot cast spells until that is healed. Um, but the good thing is, is that the arm isn't mangled. Uh, in other words, like completely gone forever. Or you know, uh, so once you once you actually get through that amount of time, you will be able to um, recover completely. But, but until such time, you may not cast spells. Um, Halifax, I've I should have. Ever, I've only ever cast one spell ever, anyway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, Halifax, uh, I should have mentioned this back whenever you actually gave the ring to <clears throat> Princess Snowfall at Dust. But the moment that you actually put it on her finger, um, you would have felt a great, a great burden lifted off of you as your quest, your um, compelled quest, was uh, fulfilled in that moment where you brought the ring to her and gave it to her. So uh, that has been lifted off of you, um, and uh, ever since you you attempted your escape from Phrygia, that that has been gone. So your your free will has been restored, or at least the the, the penalty for um, exacting your free will has uh, been removed. Are you still all moony eyed over her and depressed about Sir Chide and all that stuff? I, uh, or did that go away with the spell? 
that you that's up what? to you, uh, Matt. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, he's he's he feels he's feeling a little used right now. A little oh, bit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh no. Halifax on the rebound. Keeping <laughs> out of the court. Taylor, he's going to meet someone horrible yeah, for him. There's going to be he's some bad carousing back at Brewer. You know? Oh my <laughs> God. That's what got him to go in the first place. I know, carousing. but he's not going to learn that lesson. You got to jump right back on the horse, man. He's oh, looking for sweatpants and a big thing of Hagen does. <laughs> right. I can see it now. <laughs> it's amazing. What the hell? Okay. Uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, last thing before we get going, you guys can start discussing is um, I just want to check real quick. Uh, I believe that both Argus and Halifax are sans um, armor and sh- uh, I'm sorry, uh, shield and helms, right? Everything got broken. Yes. Everything that you right. had is gone. right? OK, so you have no protection against critical hits except for your just normal AC. Well, actually, technically, my helmet did not absorb a critical hit. Oh, that's so, what I want to know. So it did. Yeah, I I just happened to receive a head wound. Right. Okay, that's what I wanted. Added to know. a lot of color. My helmet actually is still works. It's bent, but but, but still functions. Permanently bent into your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, now you can't get it off. <laughs> Change my name to Argus Dent Helm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that's a good one. It is a good yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So you. So Argus has a helm. That's it. Okay. Got it. Um, also, uh, last time I remember Mike, uh, and I just realized this from our discussion at Discord today that Mike, last session you were making jokes, sort of about having an AC of nine and four hit points in. Um, and I know it's not much of a difference, and it's still kind of funny. But for um, ascending armor class OSE, the base AC is actually ten. So yes, and I have a dex penalty. Oh, okay. All right. That's why. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So it is that embarrassing. Got it. Okay. Oh, it is. It's absolutely embarrassing. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Sorry. You knew. You knew it better than I did. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I've been. I've been. I've been supernaturally aware of my flaws since this whole thing started. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, so that's the deal. Um, uh, so you were on the base of those steps, and what, what do you want to do? Uh, Chide and Snowfall are just breathing heavily and just kind of clutching each other. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, in front of you too, Halifax, that's just rude. I know. I right? Snore. I just let out a big snore. Yeah, what, what kind of heavy breathing are they doing, John? Is this uh, not, not the, or something? Nah. <laughs> okay. no, this is definitely, <laughs> this is the heavy breathing of terror and confusion. Gotcha. Okay. Much what, more appropriate. What just happened? There's snow coming through. Where's snow? He, he won't be. It was only through his 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 grave sacrifice that we were able to make it ourselves. And he, he bows his head. Snowfall sort of sheds a tear a little bit, and you know, said, "We will, as I said before we left, we will sing his name for all the ages. May he be at peace uh, next to the Lord." Uh, now let's see what we can do with uh, with with these two. And uh, Halifax starts kind of doing like mental. You know, triage, trying to figure out like both of these guys are on, you know, looking r- really bad. Mm-hmm. The place where his head goes is who is going to be the most likely to help us get out of here, right? And I have two arms. <laughs> <laughs> he does notice the two arms. Yes. Point, he does remember, he remembers two things. One that uh, 
when Argus is healthy, he's he's actually pretty strong. Like he can carry him carry himself, but he's also f- super super frail. Um, more oh, frail. I can't remember why that is. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh. Oh, thank oh. you, thank you for. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, that's rough. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. And that. Um. Yeah. Sleeping out. Just sleeping outside for him could just kill him so he's going to use uh oh he's already suffering from penalties already from using this this balm that seems to be like like temporarily you know boistering him up but also at the same time you can see it's just like you know also like he's becoming dependent on it but mm-hmm. why the hell not you know he's, he's used two two applications of this stuff on him already he thinks I'm gonna apply this stuff on there, and there's uh, and stand, stand back, stand back. I, 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 I can help a little bit here, mm-hmm. and they'll smear some of the, the black goo, the black goo, sure, uh, on Argus to um, uh, see if he can bring him back up. Uh, How much is that? Al- Al- one uh, d4, isn't it? One d4, baby. So let's see how I do. So far, I think I've only rolled ones. Uh, yeah, ones have been used. It's not been. Usually it hasn't been good, but this time, this time I'm going to do well. Here we go. Up three. Nice. Okay. That is better than uh, either a one or a two. So I'm at three hit points, and I'm jumping up and down like a total maniac, vibrating with the power of of what is this beer paste of some kind? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not seeing you on Albear, uh, Matt. Oh, do I? Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I need to check it. Uncheck oh. your world thing. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think you're you, you've been named as Lamia, which I think is the the default to naming you like a monster. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, there it is. Weird. Yes, I see it now. Great. Uh, so three points. So that um, I think there's three doses in each one of those jars. So that glass jar can now be tossed, basically. Um, glass okay. jar, man. That can be useful. Keep it. Keep yep, that. sure. Um, All right. Well, I still have a three dose set for when someone else falls over and needs to be bombed. So, so are you now conscious? I don't. I don't think I understand. I thought we couldn't be conscious again. John, no, you can. You, you if you have fatal wounds, then mm-hmm. any sort of healing will will heal those fatal wounds first before it heals any hit points. But once you're mm-hmm. once you're just unconscious and stable, then um, any then you can get healing as normal. So, which is what well, you could potentially throw one wafer at me or like whatever, and then I can actually walk around and carry myself around. That's correct. Instead of you having to drag me around the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Or we or can just drag you around the dungeon. We can just drag you around the dungeon because the other thing Halifax is thinking, like, you know what? I think we need to rest and recuperate in here before we go back outside. Because he knows it's at least they're gonna have to camp out at least one time uh between here yeah. and getting back home. And Getting you guys healed up one night, which I think we can do in this uh, in this dungeon. Sir Chide knows this place. We can go retreat back into the tomb where he was. Yeah, this... which seemed safe and secure with the door. We can have our nap like we were planning on doing before. You should right. check with Sir Chide and see if he does remember the dungeon. Yeah, well, the, yeah, you're you're discussing it right now with Argus, and Argus is. Uh... Argus, you wake up and you're, um, you, you know, just like, oh, and you can see that all color has basically drained out of his face. 
uh, what you can see of it through his crushed helm. Um, and you're really not feeling good inside at all, Argus. Like you'd rather sort of be asleep, um, not only because of the pain in your jaw, but the effect of the Brewmaster's balsam in your system is so yeah. strong now. <laughs> you're in a minus three AC and minus three to saves. Like that's that's like really poor. That, and I talk like this now. Um, and you're concussed, right? So you're just basically staggering around, like un, like unable to, to defend yourself, basically. But that's I mean that's how I would uh, interpret a minus three to AC. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Sir Chide like claps you on the back a little bit and kind of helps you up, and and Snowfall kind of clasps your hands between. She said, "It's it is so good to see that you are well." As well as you can be, Master Dragon. Um, and uh, Sir Chide is sort of looking around, and he's like, um, "This, we are still within my tomb, are we not?" Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We're, 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 we're down the steps. Uh, he sort of walks towards the statue um, that's in the corner, and he says, "This is." He turns towards Princess Snowfall. This is my lady here. They have erected. Statues of to honor her here. Was it? And he turns towards you, Halifax. Was this in the intervening years? Uh, well, I, I, it must have been. I, we don't know when these things were put up, but um, I can. Uh, uh, strangely, they they had uh, uh, this blindfold on the statue, and he take, he kind of takes it out and shows it. Um, uh, I I I I don't know why. Maybe they thought uh, they did want her looking down and. And seeing the the fairy realm that was down the stairs, I, I don't understand. He looks at the underside that he sees, like the revelators, and he's these were men of the church who did this. They yeah. were not. It's not surprising they were not friends of the fairy. And he looks over at his now mortal wife, and she has since quietly sort of walked by, past all of you, and walked up to the statue, and she's sort of just looking up at herself. Um with a great sadness in her eyes, the same sort of sadness that you saw whenever um, she was wished into being separated from her father and being turned mortal. Um, and it's at that moment where it's quite poignant where you can kind of, you are really, uh, it's really reinforced what has changed in her, right? Like you see her perfect idealized form uh, of a perfect fairy creature, you know, um, uh, what's it about? Alabaster sort of, you know, beauty um, compared to where they're very earthy uh, beauty that's uh, that that has been replaced. Uh, uh, so Argus, she, she's Argus looking, wants to go up to her and uh, and as best he can communicate. You know, my lady, do not despair. Mortality is a great gift. All sadness will end. She says it is just so new to me, but uh, I am I'm content. I am with my husband. And she looks lovingly over at uh, Sir Chide. Uh, but I think I'm in agreement with with Chide that we don't like it here. As soon as we can go, the better. Uh, I, I just, I am dead on my feet. Uh, can I please have a nap now? Can we, can we just <laughs> have some rest? Or, is... or we actually, if, actually, if those two want to go to the, the campsite and sleep out in the forest in the tent, they're welcome to it, but yeah, uh, Halifax is right. I just, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna sleep over there, please. Um, he would say, um, uh, "My lady, Sir Chide, uh, you have. Uh, it's really, really cold outside. I mean, really, <laughs> really cold. Very unpleasant. 
Um, there also, on our, on our way in here, there were a number of, of dangerous creatures that we fought our way through. Um, I, I am concerned for your safety. I can't um, adequately protect you all by myself. I, with our companions all together, all of us, we are, we are strong and capable, but uh, um, just a few of us alone out in this cold, uh, there are other dangers outside. We just need to to rest, recuperate here, just just briefly, and then we will uh, be able to uh, remove the the open the door, and stroll out bravely, and uh, we can get you back to a safe safe place within a couple of days. We understand, of course. Uh, we do what you must. Uh, <clears throat> when you're describing the cold, um, you hear a sound coming from down the hallway to the east. You hear a kung 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 kung. Of something knocking against stone, and you hear a faint voice from the east going, "Is is is anyone there?" On the like, does it sound like it's knocking on the stone door to the entrance the doorway of the east? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this head injury is way. I'm hearing voices <laughs> now, man. This. Well, Chide and Snowfall turn towards it. Yeah, it's 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 it. This in it, my pe- ears, it, it, it appears that sound- someone. Might be suffering out there in the cold as we speak. Head injury so bad. Other people can hear my voices. This is terrible. <laughs> Halifax is also thinking, hey, maybe we get some more help with this door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, so he says, come come this way. The entrance is, is over here. Um, I don't know if you would remember the entrance to your own tomb. I don't think it works that way. We um, haven't woken up Alpha, <laughs> have we? <laughs> I don't think, no, we, no, you we haven't. haven't. Um, let's, let's not leave him on the stairs. Yeah, let's, okay, we'll, we'll carry him up. We'll, we'll fireman carry him up the stairs. I don't know why you guys don't just give me a wafer and then I can walk around. Comedy, yeah. Those are, those wafers are valuable, man. (laughs) (laughs) And you ain't worth it. (laughs) We we can weekend at Bernie's this, don't worry. (laughs) You can't, well, just move your mouth. And it's time to meet people. All right, so what are you doing? Are you... Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I will uh, I will go up to the uh, the door. Um, is is the voice coming from up the stairs? Like if I come around, it is. Yeah, room? yeah. And you hear like a like a banging on. Like you hear like a. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Up. Yeah, we'll open it. <laughs> Wait, does it, does it sound like does it sound like a monster? No, no, no. <laughs> It just it it sounds like please, I please kill him. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to be it's as neutral like, as possible because I don't know how David wants to betray him, but it's obviously like someone in distress outside who is attempting to get in. Yeah, if there's a crack in the door, I stab through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll him up, roll uh, him up, David. New character. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, he'll, he'll he'll call out. Uh, who's 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 there? Who's out? Who's outside? You hear it faintly out there, uh, David. What a wayward servant of the Lord, ever present and kindly. <laughs> and you? Um, Would you open these doors and let me into the warmth? I'm afraid uh, I have lost my way and found myself in quite the curious place. A man in the church? We should let him in, Halifax. Uh, we should. Yeah. We should we Whenever should. you're chilly outside, you definitely go knock on the doors of tombs to find <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Uh, here's a nice burial mound. Maybe there's room inside for me. 
Uh, accommodations available. I, I'm, could you hurry, please? I'm afraid St. Aptheus isn't here to help me <laughs> weather this chilled air. Uh, uh, so the saints somebody... are with us uh, at their own capricious uh, desire. St. Sedge will definitely help. Come on, Halifax, let's... Uh... Okay, Let's see yeah. if we can rupture something else in my head trying to open this door. <laughs> All right, so so uh, he'll call out. Okay, we're we're gonna need your help uh, rolling the door aside. It's 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 very heavy. And and Sir Chide, please help as well. Guys, use my staff as a wedge. Sorry. <laughs> no, I got my shovel. I'll use that. But yeah, we, shovels, yeah. we also have like uh, we we tried this before. So I think the iron spikes that we. Had kind of wedged into the because Snell and Halifax tried to open it, just the two of them. Yeah, but and we didn't so, have enough uh, strength to do it. Right, right, so. right. But we had like the, a wedge and stuff. Like we had a whole setup. So we're going to try it again and he'll show them, okay, we got these little, you know, uh, wedge points. Okay. Uh, so try it. Can you, can you help here? Can you help here? Argus. Okay. All right. Uh, Argus, what's your strength bonus? Well, I don't get one. And Halifax, what is yours? I'm only a fighter that has uh, a streak. I have a plus one. If I was awake, you'd have a plus one. Oh, jeez. Damn it. I picked the wrong one. Not with that half an arm you got there. Willem, do you have hey. a strength bonus? I have a plus. Wait, did you ask me? Yeah. yeah. Yes, plus one. Okay. And what are you using in addition to that? The, the shovel and iron Okay. Yeah, we have some, some spikes drawn in for leverage and also a, a shovel, he said. All right, so you notice that um, that uh, Sir Chide, now that he is completely mortal, um, you know, you, you realize this too whenever he was just a shade as well, that, you know, he's he's aged, right? He's not uh, he's not in his prime anymore, but he still does have some corded strength in those old muscles. So um, uh, he gets right beside you, Halifax, and grips underneath a stone and pushes with all of his might um, along with you and Argus. Grillum on the other side does so as well. And using the leverage of the um, staff and whatnot, you slowly, and this takes like a long time, like about like a turn or so, like you actually like slowly pull it aside. The um, cold air from outside whips in, right? Um, it just, uh, and it immediately reminds you of, of where you were just about 10 minutes ago, right? Back in Phrygia. Um, uh, you see a shiver go through, through Sir Chide. And uh, the light of day shines forth onto you of normal everyday sunlight sort of some strange sort of unlight like in uh, Phrygia and uh, silhouetted against it is a dark form slowly your eyes adjust in the in the in the uh, bright light and uh, a form emerges and it is Gwillem and what do they what do they see David I think they see at first blush um since I rolled a, a head poised upon an elegant neck, I think he's probably a um, fairly lithe, tall figure um, who has scarring, prominent scarring across his face. Uh, you might, if any of them are rec like could recognize plague scars, would be fairly obvious, I think, what the source of that is. Uh, and though they also, I think, cover his arms, but very notably, he doesn't appear ashamed of them. They aren't hidden or anything like that. I think it is worn. Uh, pride. And he has a very, um, what else would I say? 
I think given his 17 charisma, there is a unnatural brightness to his eyes. He's sort of unblinking. Not in like a, a sinister way, but he, when, he, when he speaks to you, when he looks at you, it's sort of just, you know, you're sort of like pulled in, I think, to, uh, to his gaze. Now, he has the usual monk's robes and tonsured head. Is that correct? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Although uh, I think, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, the all-important question, facial hair, any? Um, <laughs> I think no facial hair since Snell had facial hair. Um, and I think, oh, interesting. Maybe this gets a little too, whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's say the scarring sort of uh, has all but removed one of his eyebrows as he has sort of like a scar across Ugh. sort of his forehead like this. Uh, Does he have like patches of missing hair too where the scar yeah, maybe, maybe there's a couple, maybe there's like a little bit you know, where yeah. he's sort of like gone up his forehead like this from like. What did you say your charisma was? Seventeen. All in the eyes, baby. Oh, it's all in the eyes. I'm telling you, you look. It, 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 is, as, <laughs> it is as if it as as if a light emanates from them. Mm. One might say the light you better is be oh, elementary. Yeah, exactly. The light is a Saint Fogarty is just really just beaming through those. Uh, nice. Uh, and you. Scars look good, baby. And you're you're wielding a staff, correct? Yeah, I have, a, I have like a regular staff. Okay, um, and I assume too that uh, it, it, it would be the case that you would be but basically bundled in um, some sort of uh, cold weather clothing as well, and uh, on top of your robes. Um, but the breath is steaming in front of him as you see. Um, I guess probably his eyes first would be what you are drawn to first. Um, uh, so, uh, just so re real quick, just like real brief background for uh, for you, Willem, is that you're you know wandering fire, whatever. Um, and uh, out here in the cold, got lost, whatever. You found um, either the footprints or you actually found their actual camp. Um, and uh, thinking that uh, where there's recent footprints, there's probably people who are also looking for warmth. You followed those footprints and lo and behold, you came upon this strange ring of stones and this mm -hmm. tomb. Um, you got a little bit worried when you saw that the footprints led all around but seemed to have gone into that slimy hole. Uh, which there are the rotting the corpses of some d really disgusting things outside. And you were like, uh, I'm not going in that way. <laughs> let's, let's try the front door. Um, and you were surprised to see that no one seems to seem to have approached that or stayed very long at all. And so you, you began knocking on the door. And that's it. Okay. Uh, huh. come, I really come, in. That. come in, friend. Come in. Come in. It's, 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 it's cold out there. It's warm. It's warmer in here. Come, come, come. Yeah, I think I take a quick appraisal of everyone and, and obviously come in because it's uh, colder outside than they are untrustworthy at this moment, right? Cool. Now, you have no knowledge, Gwillem, at all of no. the significance of this tomb, just that it is a tomb, so it probably has some significance, but it's not like you're putting one and one, two and two together whenever you see Snowfall and Sir Chide. You're like, mm. just... Sure. It's an old dude, maybe his daughter. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know... Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, but you do see that it's it's fairly obvious that everyone has been through some recent shit in a big way, right? Like Halifax is the only one that's actually looking healthy at all. And then you actually, when you're taken down, you are you, you see the body of Elfric there, who is um, definitely Whatever looking at you with just you with that look at his friends. <laughs> we we've propped him up like weekend at Bernie's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I sort of look around uh, and, you know, like I said, ask, uh, what, what have, whatever terrible thing has befallen you? Does it, oh, quick question. Does Sir Chide, on first blush, look like he has more authority than Halifax? Uh, 
Yeah, only only I mean, in his age. Only in his age. But he, would yeah. there be any reason I would direct my conversation to Chide rather than Halifax? No, you would. You would definitely. Halifax looks like the most healthy and is the one who's definitely doing yeah, more. That's what I that's, yeah. So I asked. I asked that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. Yes. Uh. We we were here on uh, on urgent urgent business. Um. Uh. Uh. uh you know, there was there were there were dangers uh, below. Uh. We escaped, but lost. Uh. Lost one of our numbers. Um. Uh. I see that you are a man of the church. This is um. Uh, uh, perhaps a delicate matter, but this is the, uh, uh, uh what? We, we didn't kill anyone. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him. He's, 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 no, no. he's of the church. Ixnay on the airy fay. Um, um, uh, yes, but, uh, uh, this is, uh, I know this may be difficult to believe, but this is, uh, uh, Sir Tried himself. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have uh, through um, uh, adventure and bravery and uh, uh, good good luck been able to uh, uh, restore him to life along with uh, 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 his lady love here. Um, John. Yeah. Would I know Chai, Sir Chai does? Uh, if yeah, you, yeah, you would have heard the. The vaguest of legends, you know. So I, I, I <laughs> oh, oh yes, Sir Chide, Sir Chide. I kind of walk over, friendly. I'm not like mocking, right? But I'm sort of like, uh, put, I put a sort of like a gentle hand on Sir Chide's shoulder, and I say, under the one true God, we all walk a grand path, do we not? Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't really believe he's Sir Chide, but I believe that yeah. he believes he's Sir Chide. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. He smiles. He smiles, and he's 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 wise enough to sort of pick up on what you're throwing out there too. So he kind of he kind of um, looks at you with sort of a condescending smile as well, and he kind of clasps shoulders with you as well, and he, he says, "I I too am a little bit overwhelmed by the situation, my son, and I do understand your reticence to believe Master Swinney's tale." But the truth or fiction of it is now no longer at issue. Mm. We are we have uh, more pressing matters at hand. But he turns to both Argus and Halifax and he says, mm. "Your friend here, we need everyone we can, every able-bodied we can to get out of here. Right? We want to take everyone out and back to civilization." Yet there he lies. I would love to adventure deeper into this and mysterious tomb I've just now entered. <laughs> what say you, friends? <laughs> uh, well, you... Argus, Argus looks down on poor Alfred and feels his jaw in the extreme pain, and it's like, well, Alfred is probably better off sleeping through this pain. But we could let's wake him up. I, come on, it's, what's a one more way for? If something happens, it'd be better if he could run than us carrying him. Wafer. You know he would agree. Uh, what, we, what, we what know would Wafer do for his with the spirit right now, and I guarantee you agree <laughs> I, with this statement. On a meta level, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah, I just yeah, want yeah, Mike yeah, to be I part see. of the game. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. I just want to point out that again, these are, this is a very strange thing I walked into. Yeah. I, in front of me, Argus, giant dent in his helmet and like this dis, dis, dis jaw yeah. is suggesting that we're going to just give a wafer to a, a corpse on the ground yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, a, a wafer how a wafer help 
Observe, observe the power of the great one. Uh, get down on his knees next to Elfric with the prayer book. Open it up to a good passage about uh, about um, you know healing and uh, the power of faith, and he'll put a wafer in Elfric's mouth, and he'll read the prayer aloud. And lo and behold, whoop! Up he pops. Up he pops. I sit up. I scream in pain, and I go, "Dogs! There's dogs everywhere!" <laughs> I told wow. you not to do that. It was better before. Ah, it is I well. Praised. Wow. <laughs> His arm is at an unnatural angle. Gwillem, the first thing you also noticed too was whenever Argus pulled the spell book out of his, uh, the prayer book out of his pack, is the um, exquisite uh, workmanship, the gold leaf paper and all the gold leaf uh, sheets of paper and everything. Yeah, I think I have an immediate curiosity about the uh, Peliatic text in front of me, essentially, right? Uh, as well as these divine wafers. Uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, my. In the true spirit of... Is it Asaya? Asaya, yeah. How do you pronounce it? It is Asaya. Mm-hmm. I just need a second, guys. I'll be right back. Sure thing. Ah, sure. Anyway, you know. Uh, a miracle uh, is before us. Please, may I see that text? I would ask Argus if you were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just out of curiosity. Knowing that, like, I speak, right? Uh, not scripture, litur- liturgic, right? So I might be able to actually... Didn't you say this was, uh, I don't know, was this in common? I, I vaguely remember us not being able to read. It, it was. It was actually like a version of the Vulgate, which uh, a condensed uh-huh. version of the Vulgate. So it was written in Old Woldish because that's when it was made. But it was written yeah. for the common people. It was a prayer book, right? So it was something that someone could just carry around or would sit in the pews sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think we've yep. I don't think we've shown you the scroll yet. because we The also scroll is something completely different. Yes. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Please, may, may I look at that? What a lovely... Devotional. It's all right. You can let him see the book. Paging through it, you see that it is definitely something that isn't that is is made for the common man, but is also so exquisitely valuable that it was, um, you know, it's more of something that would have been not handed out to the common person. You know, sure. it, was, it would have been kept sure. in um, in the back in the sacristy. As a friar, yeah. I guess I could I could determine this on my own. I think I uh, yeah. As, a, as sort of like a friar who would be more of a man of the people, I think I would both be impressed by this and kind of maybe find it moderately vulgar in its opulence. Is mm-hmm. that fair? Right. Yes, that's You're true. Right. It, this like would a little, be... a, oh, okay, interesting. Yes, I I prefer a, a truer, you know, a, a more humble uh, deliverance. I want to observe him. I, I want to observe him and see if he actually seems to be able to read the text. <laughs> Uh, a lot of fire shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's it's written in old Woldish, so it can be yeah. you know mo- you know pretty much interpreted by most of you the the general gist of things. Um, mm-hmm. Did you actually take liturgical as a as a a, a language, Willem? It's I start with a Woldish liturgical and an alignment language as my languages. Okay, great. Then yeah, if I understood yeah. correctly, so yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Um, uh, also, uh, w- whether it's worth saying now or not, uh, in, in addition to the things we rolled, I also, is it okay if I purchased a couple items and just say I have them on my person? Uh, yeah. Legit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I have cooking pots because obviously I have cooking pots. I'm a fryer. Mm-hmm. 
And also, and also, I bought a whistle because how could I not buy a whistle <laughs> nice. in honor of dear Snell? Everyone's got a whistle. Here, though, uh, David, put this one on a string around your neck so you don't have to drop weapons. Well, this is, this is you read my mind, by the way, which is that I wanted to have it on a string around my neck now. So, yes, yes, okay, exactly, cool. So, um, uh, I guess uh, Princess Snowfall says, "Is there a place in mind where we should?" Bed down for the night, then. I'm curious uh, to see what's in uh, uh, Chide's tomb right now. Actually, yeah. <laughs> can like, I just uh, ask? Too, we we have the floating parents coming to crash the party. Do, the, do we the need floating, that? The, the floating what? Oh, what? that's true. <laughs> oh boy, who's asking that? Come on, Chide. Him. Let's go visit the uh, the main tomb chamber there. Let's then. go around, uh, friends, oh. friends, friends. Uh, there's there's a there's a place uh, in in the far back. It's it's safe. It's much warmer than this. We can rest there safely, I believe. Um, I feel fine. I can I can keep watch. I can keep us safe. We can but we can rest there. Um, be strong uh, after this rest, and uh, we can be on our way. Um, of course, with, you, with you much don't, more vigor in the. You morning. don't need to convince us. Lead us. But as you're sort of like leading them along the path, he's like looking back. But what 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 did the magic user say about <laughs> floating parents? Oh, n- n- never mind about that. They, they uh, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 all right then. Snowfall's like, come I've along, dear. <laughs> I've seen things, man. <laughs> yeah, I keep, would like to poke you, my eye in there and see if the rift has closed, though. Uh, the slime. The poke. slime rip, yeah. You, like just you, you open the you open the double doors and um you you can see that the rift is still there, the slime is still pouring through. Okay. Um and um uh you see that the uh, our coffin yeah, what happened you, to our makeshift coffin plug thing that we made? Uh the coffin is still floating up there. You didn't do anything to the skeletons, right? They're still around. Right. Oh, right. Wow. right. Yeah, yeah so anything. they're still dancing. And when you poke your head in, they're like, "Come, join us." I say, Chide, no, 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 we're, no, we're 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 good right now." Good. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll close those up again and just keep going. Okay. I'm in shock. <laughs> so remember, so this is the key. Th- you got to put yourself in Chide's. First of all, you know the snowfall doesn't know anything about this place. Chide, however, though, when you met him, was in his tomb, sealed away. Yeah. Right behind the behind his hounds. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he could not leave that chamber as long as uh, the ring was, you know, not with him. Um, so he has no knowledge of what has sprung up around him. He doesn't know anything about his family right. being there. What is, you know, what has happened to his mother and father, that sort of thing. So you kind of have to be a little bit careful about what you mention, unless you unless you're prepared for his reaction. Yeah. You know, well, does he does he remember? Um, uh, meeting us when he was a ghost, or is he just like he, he remembers? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He remembers. He remembers. We did. We did talk about. We did we talk, talk about, about the parents. He, that's he, why I mentioned it. You mentioned the parents. Okay. Yeah. We did, but I also that's why I said that I just poked my eye, like I didn't open. The no, door no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, okay. I'm just talking about his general reaction to hearing about the parents. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so where do you bed down? Yeah. So uh, we want to go like uh, back around through the the chamber with the mirror that's turned around. Through the uh, the uh, statuary hall and around up to the top, and then go through uh, the Chater and Flager 
uh, door. We say the, the password again to open yeah. that door and actually in the room with the painting and the. the oh, so you actually want to rest in his tomb? Yeah. Yeah. Really? That, there's a door there that we can close. There weren't any signs of the worms like digging through the, the floor or anything. At least there weren't right. before. So, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Sir Chide is, he looks with a smile, a sad smile at the two statues of his dogs as you uh, pass by. He looks in wonder at the at the uh, once mold-covered mural that had a depictions of him. You know, he's looking at the mosaic that had a picture depiction of him, and he's just sort of flabbergasted about, you know, all these apparent legends that have sprung up around him. You know what I mean? It's just He's kind of faced with his own fame um, that he wasn't really tuned into the fact that he had, right? Um, uh, Snowfall at dusk is also likewise impressed. Um, and uh, But uh, they are... They understand the circumstances, so they will go into the tomb with you. However, this is the place where he was, you know what I mean? It's, it's a very odd situation. I mean, he's looking at his own grave, right? Um, Should so- we not sleep in the room with the dogs rather than go into the tomb? There's no door. It'll be closed. The the, the skeletons go through there, too. Like, they loop around through there on this on that big on that big circuit because they go into this like the statuary hall so they have to go do, through yeah. that yeah. that door they're, they're fine with it also, they're, they're okay he's just uncomfortable that's all it's just, it seems mean i'm just saying it seems mean excuse me i mean he's uh, at least knows the place you know it's familiar to him i would think he'd be okay with it as yeah. long as he's I mean, not okay he's not okay with it but he's willing to do it it's fine he's just uncomfortable yeah. that's all but he's he's a polite man and he's not going to fight you on it um, are there bones in his coffin yeah yeah that's where you put that's where alfred looted his bracelets off of you know but he knows there. that he, he knows that you did that he allowed you to do that you know right but it didn't disappear when he was no yeah, I didn't okay. like yeah. oh that's freaky. yeah okay. so that is- yeah so his body is still there so it's kind of kind of a weird thing like what's actually going on okay so there is uh, once again you can bed down um there are uh there is a hanging portrait here once again snowfall dust stares at herself um, even more like like lifelike um, portrait of herself painted uh, standing amid the standing amidst a stone circle, which is very similar to the to the stones that are outside the tomb. Yeah. Um, she goes, I do not I do not remember this. It was an artistic interpretation, my dear, not meant to reflect anything you actually did. Um, and there are four uh, four foot tall silver candlesticks that are tarnished. Is I, did before. I say two, two before? What did I say before? I think 16 is the number. 16, yeah. Um, we'll, I saw we'll, gold. We'll say four. Four, four, <laughs> okay, four, four silver candlesticks. Um, they are tarnished and blotchy, but looks like they would be quite, uh, they would worth, be worth quite a lot if they were cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So, um, you sleep, correct? Uh, I think it would be more accurate to say Argus passes out. Right, okay. Uh, so, everyone uh, mark off a ration. Is there anything to burn in here for a campfire and all the rest of that? Can we There's do no place fire? for the smoke to get out? We, no we talked about that before. We, we yeah. okay. So it, did everyone mark off a ration? Uh, I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, and then uh, you will also have to mark off two additional rations, assuming you're going to allow um, Chide and Snowfall to eat as well. I'm down to four, guys. So I will gladly feed both of them. Uh, okay. let, let me... I'll I'll do I'll do one and you can do one. Okay, fine. Great. And and can I take the minus three off my character now? 
yes, in the morning you you wake up undis- you you wake up undisturbed. You all pass out like the dead. The only ones who don't really have a great sleep is Snowfall and Chide. Um, but the but you wake up and you feel uh, mightily refreshed from a good night's sleep in this very mor- morbid place. Um, Do I get a hit point? Yes. Yeah, so everyone gains a hit point. Um, Ted, all of your uh, penalties, uh, your minus three stuff is all gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, and everyone gains a hit point. Can Can I take Argus and and Halifax aside real quick while we're doing this? Yeah. Um, and before we settle down for the night and type thing and be like, um, I feel some responsibility for this for these two people. Yeah. We can't very well turn them out into the world um, without a, a penny or a farthing while oh. we loot their tomb. I was thinking the same thing. Like those uh, those dresses, I don't think we can sell them. I think they're hers, right? I mean, well, I mean, they're hers. And, you know, like that kind of stuff. But, I mean, they could also sell them. People can cut them up for the silk or whatever. But I guess my, my point is, is let, let's get back to town, right? Um. We figure out what we've got, and then we should break them off like an amount so that they can go and start and have a life, right? Like well, I, should... I, I completely I agree, and and I've been thinking about this. I think that um, uh, I would like to extend uh, an offer for them to live at House Haramore, where they would be safe, yeah. they would be Wonderful. well taken care of, they would be revered, and, and way safer uh, than back at Castle uh, Brackenwald. Exactly. Not that's my business because my character knows nothing about this, but yeah. Is their identity something you actually want to be known? I think that that kind of defeats the purpose of what we just did because everyone will be on them immediately and they won't have the freedom that we, we, we gave them the wish for. And it may instigate conflict. Right. I know that's a a meta combo, but like that seems hyper dangerous to me. (laughs) Like, I think they need I anonymity, think, but I think she needs to be remain anonymous for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he might want to, Ted. What's that? He might want to as well. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, he, he might want to. Life, like, you know, that's a choice. Yeah. But I'm just saying is we should break off like a, a portion of like whatever we get. Like oh, we're yeah. talking about like packing up his candlesticks and all the rest of the stuff that's adorning his tomb. And I'm like, well, let's ask like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, hey, we're going to hey, set them completely agree. Yeah, let's let's. You know, you guys got to start over in life. You don't want to live here. Let's take all this stuff. We can sell it in town, give you some money. You guys can start out again, you know, not as penniless vagabonds. You know, what do you say? That is a... We'll have that conversation with That was hypothetical, John. We haven't actually asked. (laughs) Okay. You're you're still discussing. Now, John, would House Haramore, would would its history have gone back that far? Would he recognize that name at all? Uh, It's a very old name, yeah. But maybe they just want to live in Prigwart, Matt. I, I mean, mean, we can we can offer that to them. But I, I mean, how? So we'll, uh, yeah. we'll how have how a conversation I... with them real quick about hey, yeah. we're going to take all this stuff out of your tomb, but this should be the bride price for you to the go forth and set. It's not doing anyone any good here. Let's get it back to town. We'll sell it all off. You guys will get the money so that you can. Go and lead your life, and and while we're while we're walking with them, or assuming that we make it to town and we're not eaten by kobolds, but you know, like li- while we're walking to town, we can tell them like Brackenwald, Harrowmore, Prigwort. These are the things that we know. You know, he, he if he's like a noble, the only thing he knows how to do is probably fight, right? So he's probably just going to be like a 
a guard or a mercenary or something anyway. Or I don't know. Maybe he's going to go beat up. He's an old man. You you could just ask him. Yeah, let's just ask him. You could you could actually have the conversation with him instead of talking about what the conversation will be about. Definitely would like you know the way I see it. Halifax wants to pick this guy's brain. He's a hero to him. He feels like he's kind of taking on his mantle. Um, So that night, I think it's going to be hard for him to let him sleep. But in the morning when they wake up, um, as we've discussed, you know, I I I feel such a such a, a. a responsibility for you, and I, I, I want you and and uh, our our lady here to have the very best of life. I want to um, uh, uh, set you up as best we can. We're going to take the trappings of this tomb. We're going to sell them, and we're going to as whatever uh, you wish. I can set you up. Uh, you know, I, I'm uh, a proud uh, uh, member of House Harrowmore. We could set you up there. Prigwart, whatever you wish, wherever you wish to make your desire. Where are you actually from, Sir Chide? It's so long ago now, but the name, the name Harrowmore, I remember. Um, that is a very generous office, op, op, offer, Master Swinney, and I will, we will gladly accept your generosity to help us get back on our feet in this new world. But uh, to hear that House Harrowmore still exists is a good thing. These old bones now are not going to be as effective as they once were and uh but i do remember that i liked i liked dogs back in the day i loved my hounds uh chaded and flager uh and it would be a good thing if if house harrowmore still keeps hounds perhaps i could enter into service in some sort of capacity in that manner that would be a quiet good life i think which is all I require, all being uh, that I and my wife require. I will do everything in my power to set you up as such. That sounds like a, a noble and peaceful life for you. Uh, so Princess Snowfall looks. She, she, she's also she kind of has her arm around uh, Sir Chide, and she's also nods in agreement. But you can see there's a little bit of fire in her eyes, a little bit, a little bit more, um, and uh, she, she she's fine with that, but. Uh, what she's worried about, she says, I'm, I, I still harbor a fear though of my father and I, I myself know about his lingering, um, I must more than anyone here, uh, understand my father and what his desires are and that his, his thirst for vengeance and for dominion over Dolmenwood has never lessened. Um, and, uh, I know that of course, just by the mere fact that he has not returned and that you do not speak of him um, as if he still holds dominion here, that uh, the banishment has remained in effect. But I, for one, would like to know how strong that ward actually is, to know that just steps away from my prison was a portal to the mortal realm, which, albeit probably was not accessible by my own kin or what were once my kin, is still disturbing. Uh, It would be... Uh, I too desire just a a quiet life with my husband. I desire no adventure, but uh, these are answers that are worth seeking. And I can think, of course, no one better. I don't know anybody else than to ask you. Uh, you have your own lives to live, of course, but you are men of uh, that that seek things out, that seek answers. And if this is one of the great the great problems of our time, uh, this is one of the great uh, issues that you may be facing in the present time is how strong that ward is and what the nature of it is. 
And as I told you back in the tower, that it was the triple compact 800 years ago, uh, soon after my banishment that caused, uh, soon after my imprisonment that caused the banishment of my father and his minions from the realm, the key element of which was the Droon. If the Droon still exist, she kind of looks at you beseechingly, um, uh, they would probably hold the answers to what the nature of that ward actually is and what's holding them and how strong it actually is. So if you desire answers in that realm, you should talk to the Droon. And I know that is not an easy task. They were not an easy people to deal with even in my time. And Sir Chide sort of uh, nods as well. Uh, but uh, should you find reason to or decide that this is a worthy cause, you could probably, the easiest way to draw the Droon's attention is to approach one of the many nodal stones that dot the landscape here in the wood. Where? For they guard for they guard them all. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> there's there's a ring right outside the door with Drune got Drune written all over it, and I don't know what your knowledge of these things is, but maybe you could look at it and say, Oh, that's a very strong ward, or that's a failing ward, or something like that. Well that uh, mean, if, we... if it is the ring that is here, and he, and she points to the, her portrait. Yeah, and she says that it is, is, right? it is uh, definitely something that is that was raised by the Drune and is sacred to them. Um, but these uh, the nodal stones that I speak of are much larger things, large monolithic single stones that a usually nodal. rest at the confluence of ley lines or along one of the ley lines. I look troubled. Stay silent and go. <laughs> yeah. Are they are they are they obsidian black and do apes often kill each other at the field? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, hours. Attempt no landing there. She says, "I overheard your conversation last night, though, but uh, I do think it would be wise, don't you think, try that um, our true natures." And she smiles over at Willem and. Believe what you will, brother. Uh, but uh, but rest assured, this will probably put your mind at ease that we should go by different names. Um, we have talked it over uh, while you guys while you while you guys while you all slept at night, um, and we have uh, determined that I will f henceforth go forth as Gwendolyn, and uh, Sir Chide here will go forth as Chithane. We are new names, and Chide sort of speaks, uh, jumps in, and he says that uh, Gwendolyn was the name of the Duchess of Brackenwald, to whom I was sworn so many years ago. And he Good smiled. Name. So he smiles yeah. over it, uh, over at her. So um, from henceforth, um, they would, they would appreciate your discretion in never mentioning their past history, their actual true past history. You know what I mean? Um, and to refer to them only by that name. Uh, Chide also, uh, last week before you decide what you'd like to do here in the tomb, um, says that, uh, should he feel his oats again, should he get settled again and feels the need for adventure, he would dearly like to visit the shrine of St. Sedge, who was who he was dedicated to and why there's a chapel of, of his raised in his tomb. Um, he, it was such a long time ago, and it was during the times too, and he's, he's crestfallen to hear that the shrines have um, since disappeared or uh, fallen into ruin or hidden um, in the intervening years. But uh, there was once a, a beautiful shrine Somewhere in a thick fen, somewhere along the upper Hammoth River, somewhere far north of the falls of Neon. What and was the shrine that we found on our way here? I was going to ask the same thing. We found Saint, uh, we Saint lived, Fogarty. We lived a little Fogarty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't. I thought I had good, it written good down. Good saint. Good saint. Yeah. Oh, Fogarty. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, where I'm did he say this drawing no. was from? Hmm? Near the what? He said, where was it? He said all he can remember is that it was somewhere along uh, the the banks of the upper Hammoth River in a fen far to the north uh, of the Falls of Neon. Oh, I see it. Uh, pretty far away, yeah. I'll admit I don't know what a fen is. Swamp. Oh, swamp. 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 Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's something you do with like brackish versus freshwater versus, uh, you know. Acidic versus basic. There's actual terms for it, but don't worry about it. It's a swamp. Anyway, I see it. It's just to the, if you guys are looking at the map, it's just to the west of like Fort Vulgar. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the Lake Longmere, like the northern part of Lake Longmere feeds into there. Yep. Um, that's a pretty good distance, and it takes us pretty close to the Nagwood. He said head it's out summer. To the, head out to the giant tentacles, take a right. <laughs> Whoa! Somewhere. Actually, looking at this map, did you guys notice the like starting at Red Wraith Manor? There's a ring of standing stones that curls all the way around to Fort Vulgar. Mm-hmm. That's isn't crazy! That, isn't that something? Look at that! I don't know. No, I don't see what you're saying. So, oh yeah, there it is. I see it. Yeah, oh. and that puts uh, Horblight Keep right at the center of that standing stone ring. I I'm wonder sure if there's anything in the fine. center. I'm sure everything's fine. <laughs> That's not the crater that that Lake Longmere or anything like that, you know. Okay. So watch, right, anyway. watch, watch my dot. Watch my dot. Okay. Yeah. So this is the Falls of Neon. Yeah. yeah. He said it was far to the north upon the banks of the Upper Hammoth. Yep. Oh wow, yeah. way up there. Okay. Yeah. In a fen. So just be aware that it's, it's that's a trip. Yeah, it's a trip. That sounds like a level four adventure. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something we better do in the summertime when yeah. sleeping outside doesn't kill you. Let's leave this place and get out of here. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I have two. Hit okay, up. so here's the deal. John, hold on. Hold. Could that night sleep cure my arm? No. No, no. I'll, I'll let you know when you're long, long-term stuff. I've, I've got a date written down, but it's in terms of days, if not weeks. Similar to your, similar to the rot. Uh, all right. Here's the deal. Um, uh, I have a list of things that you should have, okay? Um, but I want to know what else um, you are bringing with you. Um, right. Uh, you and have I, decided not have... to engage with the skeleton, um, who are both wearing uh, lovely pieces of jewelry. Um, right. There is a por- the, the two. The, the, there's actually like three bulky sort of art items that I have to know, like how you're doing it. There is a the portrait. There is. Yep. The four silver candlesticks, which are four foot tall sticks, right? They're not just like little hand, you know, um, four foot tall. And there is the mirror, which uh, also has to be delicately handled, not only for its fragility, but also its um, powers. Right. right. The mirror is the most important thing in my list. In addition, a- in addition, what you have on you, okay, um, is I have there is the silver, re- civil, silver revelator you found in the box, which is worth yep. 50 gold. I may have misspoken last time, but I double checked in the adventure. The silver, the the animated silver revelator. Do you have that? We are going to take. I think we should take that whole sack of animated things with us. It should be noted yeah. that the silver revelator of those things would look to be much more ornate and valuable than the one that was in the box. Um, there was the prayer book with gold leaf. Yep. Got the copper, that. the copper bracelets with uh, am, uh, owls with amethyst eyes, um, and oh, then. Alfred. There's the ring, 
uh, which uh, Sir Chide is wearing, which is obviously a very much uh, thing that will have to be discussed. And then there is um, the Princess Snowfall's uh, treasure, which is 30 ice jewels, 12 right. fairy silver necklaces, and a large thumb-sized uh, sapphire set in a platinum brooch. As well as you are all wearing, uh, well, three of you are wearing uh, fur coats, winter yep. wolf coats, and you have 19, 19 for some yep. very sad reason, scintillating oh, gowns. So that, that matches up with my what the heck is that? that was terrifying. That Baxter? Hey, Bax. Okay. I'm going to go tuck in this monster. All right, sounds all right. good. <laughs> Please. Okay. Uh, but don't set up yeah, for the uh, <laughs> just uh, for the for the painting to make it easier to carry. Uh, Halifax is going to propose we take it out of the frame, like turn it around, roll it up, roll it up so we can oh. carry it without the bulky. You know that's really bad for paintings, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is really bad for paintings. Yeah, every art heist ever they do that. Yeah, it's it drives me crazy. All right, I'll be back in a bit. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, I I would volunteer uh, to go walk back to our campsite and get our stuff and come back with the mule. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I think on the mule, carrying the, the random stuff is no problem. The candlesticks should be no problem. We should be able to tie those two to a side to the, the, the cargo tree that we have on the back of the, the mule. The uh, mirror... Mirror, dude. The mirror is getting. Yeah, I don't know about the mirror. Uh, And then, of course, the painting. I guess, at our best judgment, is the value in the painting, or is there still also value in the frame? Uh, No, it's the all the value is basically in the painting. Okay, so we're ignoramuses. I guess we could go ahead and cut up a painting and roll it up. So Mm -hmm. that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody works at a museum. It It does. It does (laughs) need to be reached. Oh God! You did this on purpose. You're it's cool. A, it does need to be restored to to have value. So similar to the candlesticks, it needs a little bit of work. Let's get that lady in Spain that did that fresco. Oh, most, <laughs> most important. Most important. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> most important of all of these objects is the mirror by far. So how are we going to transport the mirror? Yeah. So I how think heavy is the mirror. What's that? How heavy oh, yeah. is the I think you said two people could carry it, maybe, John, but I can't recall. I vaguely remember. It de- it's definitely a two-person thing. I don't have an exact yeah. little weight well, thing here, uh, but it's it's uh, it could be rigged onto the mule. Um, but I thought maybe we could try to rig it or, you know, I think we should sheathe it, right? Well, well here's, here's, my, here's my question then, John. It, with a little, you know, picking up carefully and so on, would we guess that the mirror is roughly equal to the weight of four candlesticks? And then... That would be balanced on the mule. Oh yeah, we yeah. Have- we don't have to go into that much detail. It's just more of right. like it's more like even though like you could technically like with two hands kind of have it over your back, but you can't like trudge through snow laid yeah. wilds, right. you know, for miles right. upon miles. You know, like it has right. to be put onto a pack animal. That's all I'm asking. Is like how you guys are going to get. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I say we wrap it up in blankets. Yeah, tie it to one side of the mule, mirror side in. Uh, Why don't we it, use the gowns to? Yeah, to let's use the gowns it. to wrap it. I agree. The what? Oh, the, the gown? gowns and the paintings and the because paintings. they're worth a hundred dollars or hundred gold pieces a piece. And so I guess know. my well, point is there, though, Ted is is like as long as the silk comes back, 
No one's going to be able to wear a dress for a six foot two woman. She was six foot two when she had <laughs> those dresses made. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, she could wear them, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's but, for, but for Ethel, She's... Ethel, you, you, you did buy one of those um, trees, right? One of those. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. We have the cargo rack. Okay. Thing. So that's got like, you know, it, it, it's got ties and rope and all that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll be okay. Yeah. Is what John said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that Love means that. we need to take all the jewels, all the silver, mirror painting, the both the silver rel- revelators, and uh, and all the other small items we found. Assuming you have saddlebags and or sacks and all that sort of stuff, then yes. We have yeah. saddlebags uh, for my horse, assuming it's still there. Uh, and uh, um, then, yeah, you're fine. We, you're fine because you, you can just strap the oversized items to the mule and then carry everything else in your packs and bags. Uh, I'm over overseeing them rifle through all this stuff and discuss it. I'm assuming so. I have an awareness of it, and I'm not just sort of like in the clouds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right. So yeah, I'll happily go well, get the mule and the horse and come back. May I take a look at the divine scroll? Assuming that's what it is. You can. Oh yeah, let's see I if I can see them. Yeah, you know. You unfurl the scroll and you see that written in uh, in uh, old liturgic script. A little tough to decipher, but it is clearly a prayer to hold person. I go, oh, how interesting. Rap, rap, rap. Stuff, stuff, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of goes in one sleeve and just sort of disappears. So right, you have no, no idea. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> very cool. Oh, we also have the um, the brass sheet from the, the book. Yes. I don't know if that was worth anything. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, it might be something we could give to the bishop at some point, you know, just be like, hey, we recovered this. Mm. You never know what will impress him. Sure. Guys, I'll be right back. Yeah. One moment. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you grab all that stuff and then Argus is, uh, are you going to go back to camp together or, or Argus, you going go alone? I'll go with him. Okay. Okay. So Argus and Elfric go get uh, the campsite packed up. And bring right. back the steeds. And Halifax can come with us now that he's here too. I shall. So, uh, give me one moment here. Great. Something ate our horse and our mule. We're screwed. Yeah, absolutely. Ethel's gone. I don't know yet, but John's <laughs> John's like it looks. He looks like a man rolling a wandering. <laughs> Well, the, the friar just the friar just wandered through our camp. Did he mention that if there was a mule there or not? Well, half a mule. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, the left half or the right half? He's uh, eating mule He's I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm going to say that Gwillem did not actually encounter your cap uh, your camp. He actually followed your footsteps. You followed your tracks, like he came upon your tracks leading from the camp, uh, basically, okay. because of what's about to uh, occur to you. Uh, yes. <laughs> so can it be good uh when you actually exit outside i do need you to indeed roll for weather please uh so roll two like uh I'm a, I'm i got a, it i got it all right go ahead do it do it, do it. Mike's fault. whatever happens six. six okay a frigid and icy day Storm called Horse Killer has struck. 
Okay, give me one second. Okay, so it's now the twenty fourth of Limewald, yeah. You you exit outside and uh you see that the snow for whatever reason has um even though it's extremely cold out the snow uh, all, most of it has melted on the ground but it's very very cold out um and when you make your way you you see the twitching weirdness still there on the altar the stones the owls the owls still turn to look at you once again as you exit back out uh from the uh from the southern side of the clearing and go back to your camp back at camp you see that the art, the little tiny little arch is still in the middle there and your horse and mule. What, what we didn't camp near the arch. We specifically made a point of not camping near the arch. Oh, okay. I don't know where you camped then. Wherever though, your camp, you just, um, you just gave us a random campsite that okay. was safe. Okay. Fine. We, we wanted to be away from that stuff. We didn't, does, we didn't, not, not, not part of it. Doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're okay. camping and you, uh, you get back and you're, um, uh, your horse and your mule are there, but they are shivering in the cold. They are laying down, breathing heavily. They've got frostbite on uh, uh, on some of their extremities, and uh, and it looks really, really bad. It looks like they're looks like they are near death. See, this is what Argus was worried about when he wanted to go back to the camp before we jumped down the pit. Okay, so um, it looks like the, too that the undergrowth around them has basically been been scoured completely of any sort of vegetation. I'm going to light a fire right now. How many days were we there? How many days were we in there? One, but oh, they have they've been hobbled with not enough food and no warmth. So right. yeah, no, there's I'm something there's something more than there's something more than that. The lack it is not the, the same amount of snow on the ground is much much less than would account for a day's worth. Ooh. Oh, we went to we went to ferry, didn't we? I wondered if that would happen. <laughs> oh crap, Ola! All right, I'm still gonna light a fire, John, yeah. and we'll get. Uh, there's firewood on uh, Ethel's pack, so I just light a fire immediately. Yeah, okay. I, I take my my uh, bedroll, and my have... blanket, and I put it over. Um, still yeah. for them to drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we may not have great animal husbandry skills, but everything we know we'll do to try and revive and um I'll like take off the fur coat and put it over Ethel. Okay. What's going on? Yeah, yeah uh, we can our steeds are very cold and ill fed and there's a possibility we might have been underground for a lot longer than uh one day. Just uh, your horse or are all of our horses there? We only brought, we brought a horse. Okay. We brought Ethel and a horse. Yeah, because I thought we might need more than one carrying thing to get back. Okay. So have you guys uh, asked what day it is? We have not. I would would presumably know, having just encountered you and being in the outside world. Yeah, I guess when we get back to the camp and see this, uh, uh, Friar, Friar, what what day? What what day is it? In March thirteenth, two thousand (laughs) twenty-two. Oh my God! I bring, I bring out an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so I the good word. <laughs> uh, you 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 know, of course, Gwilym, that it is. Uh, of course, it's. Uh, why are you asking? It's the twenty eighth of Limewall. Oh crap! 
Oh, it's the feast of Saint or- Egort. You are you you are desperate to point out. <laughs> Probably, yeah, indeed I am. Indeed I am. Oh, poor Ethel. Uh, that is the last day of Limewald. Um, and you also know that um, tomorrow, which is Kali, um, which is the first of Hagrime, um, that there is a chance of vague occurring, the unseason of vague. Don't forget to. Okay. The way, well, you, the way you say it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Why don't we go at this point? We're, we're probably just going to have to nurse these animals for a day or maybe two, right? Before they can do anything, if they even survive, right? Yeah. You've got, you've got healing stuff. That's true. Uh, we do. To give them wafers? Yes. They love balsam, I bet. Uh, well, that's what you have to do right after you. Uh... Well, that's anyway, while they're doing that, while they're discussing, I'm going to go back to the tomb and I will say, hey, everybody come with me. We're going to set up camp. We're going to probably, you know, our animals are sick kind of thing. Come on. So, so we can all be together. I don't like being in like two different groups. So we'll bring everything that we can carry back to the camp. Candlesticks, paintings, all the rest of that junk. Mm-hmm. Um, how far away? You should how- stay with the camp because you can't carry anything. Yeah, your True. arms. Yeah, take care of the animals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll give you the wafers if you decide to use them. That's what you've decided. Yeah. So, I'm going to give each one of the animals one wafer, John. Oh, he decided uh, the wrong. question. Okay, quick there we go. Hold on. Quick question prior to that. Remind me again uh, how much the wafers heal. I do one, have two doses of spirit aim. One, oh. one point each. One point each. What, yeah. Are we asking the wafers? One point. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to determine what's more valuable: the doses I have of spirit aim or the wafers. I mean, well, I don't know what spirit aim is, but uh, it gives me one d two HP healing. It's a dose that I can apply, but I only have two of them. But you can. It, they're they're better, but they but the only thing is that only one. The person who gets it—that's the only one that they can take per day. You can only you can only benefit from spirit aim once a day. One per person per day. Right. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I can use one. I can do, use yeah. one dose to administer twice. Can I not? Because I'm a friar, and my herbalism skill allows me to use to basically double the efficiency of doses. Is that incorrect? Or uh, so I'll read it real quick. Unless and this doesn't count as an herb. Is this an herb? Herbalism to enhance fire. A single dose of an herb is sufficient for two subjects. That's right. So it's not that one person could benefit from it twice. It's more that one dose could benefit two people. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's so cool. if so we have two should, animals, one of do these that. doses would, would benefit both. That is correct. So yeah. I'm suggesting that maybe I use one of these, even though they're more valuable than the wafers. It'll go yeah. further. I agree. I think that's okay. good. In, in addition to that, I also have um, uh, some uh, worm spittles uh, herbal admixture. Um, which would give, uh, for a day of complete rest, gives uh, one extra hit point. Right. But that's only... Yeah, that's a complete, you know, uh, convalescence, right? That's like, uh, you know, where you do nothing else during the day except rest, which is where you gain... We're going to do that, dude. So save that for now. So while they're going back to the tomb, I I will move the horses to a new place where there's grass. Um, we've got a fur coat on each one of them. Um, and I do we have like mash or bran or oats or anything like that? Otherwise, I'll just warm up water. And we so don't they- have horse fodder. No, we've just been letting them graze. 
So then I'll just give them not boiling water, warm water, because that will help warm their internal temperatures. Okay. All right. And are you giving them the spirit ham? I am, well, but I... Come back, right? Sure. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I don't think the fryer's actually... Well, maybe he's with us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're going to give him spirit theme. And in any case, is there a way to roll a custom die roll? Or is, am I being an idiot? How would I do 1d2? Roll a d4? Or d6 and split it in half. d6 split in half? That wouldn't make sense. Wouldn't it be a d4 and split in half? You can, you can, roll, you, you can roll anything that's even-sided. And just say one half of it is one, and the other half is two. Oh. <laughs> I'm even. Right. Anything. It turns, it turns out that's intelligence. All what right. is this math <laughs> that you're talking about? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll a d4 real quick. Uh, one to two is one, and uh, three to four is two. There you go. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so the first one gets one HP. And well, no, no, it's... No, no, no. It's just one. They each gain one because you're giving one dose, which is good enough for two. For two. Oh, 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 okay. Right, but that's that's a good thing, right? Um, it's just that you don't roll separately. So they they each they each gain one hit point. Um, it does it does actually allow them to like stand up and sort of shiver in the cold. Um, but uh, your ministrations have definitely helped. Um, you may have to think twice about fully loading the mule, which is probably what you would end up doing. Um, with everything that you want to put on there. Uh. So you might have to rethink that a little bit, but but they it can definitely handle some stuff, and, and the horse would, excuse me, the horse will be fine, especially since you can't really ride it through wilds. You would have to lead it anyways. Right. Can can we make a um, uh, oh shoot, I forget the name of it. Uh, it lets you drag along sledge, uh, sledge, sledge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. to, to lighten, so he's not having to carry stuff. It's just like pulling it's stuff. The same amount of weight, dude. It's in the end, it's the same amount of weight, right? I don't know if you're pulling pulling stuff instead of like on you. I think it's different, but, but I don't know. Yeah, how well, we're the wilds. It's going to be dragging through bracken and brambles and stuff. Well, is our is our intent to try to camp for a day or two and try to restore these animals further? And with that in mind, do does my ability to forage one and two use my cooking pots perhaps help in that endeavor or? So I mean, that's like what, what happens to Argus if we try to camp out here. Yeah, if we camp outside every night, it's like one tick close. Four days, to guys. I can survive four days. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that a pile of fur coats will do to prevent. I mean, like logically speaking, if you have a couple of furs on Argus, it's 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 that would make you very warm. Done everything I can do, okay. I just have a crappy con score. What was what no. was the con score again? All right, listen up. So it's uh, it's, you've done this before out in the cold, where I've given you a benefit uh, on the chart for thinking, you know, smart and and finding. I think you did it by huddling against each other or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, it would definitely benefit. It would benefit if you had fur coats in addition to what you already have. Um, cooking, oh, okay. having cooking pots is essential for the cooking part of camping, right? It would actually allow yeah, yeah. the person who is cooking, um, having the proper utensils and then also the proper materials, which you can do as a fryer with just plain old iron rations. You can actually yeah. dream up something awesome, and then you can make a wisdom check. Um, and uh, if you succeed, um, that gains a plus one bonus to any checks that you have to make to check for a good night's rest, which is usually a con check. So you get a plus one from me cooking if I succeed at wisdom. That's correct. You would also get a potential we plus one from camaraderie if you tell a story. Camaraderie. 
We, yeah. bi- we build a fire and put some furs down. Maybe that's another point. Not that this is still going to help, but I'm just saying, like, there, we, have, we have tools in our tool belt now. He still, he still has to be, like, an, like it's, it's still really low. <laughs> it's still really low, you know? Okay, so, another question. Who, what's saying that he can't sleep in the, the tomb while the animals are parked right outside? Well, I, mean, like, I was going to say, because we only have two two-person tents, and now we have six people. So, somebody's going to have to sleep in the tomb Regardless. Regardless, might as well be me. Or whoever wants to hang out with me, yeah. Uh, well, it, it I, should be. If if we're if we're not going to start moving, like if we're if we're definitely going to hang out here for a while and try to heal up, it should be you, the old guy and the lady, probably the the gimpy wizard too. But the old guy and the lady don't want to sleep in the tomb anymore. Yeah, can we bring the animals into the tomb? Is the door big enough? Only. Uh, yeah, Ethel will go down. Mules will go down into dungeons if you coax them, but horses will balk. Okay. Okay. So we could at least... So, again, all of this is just to point out that in their current state, we're limited in what they can carry. And so whatever your sort of equation involves and what's worth bringing back relates to this, right? So if there's a way for us to circumvent leaving half the ship behind... We should try to do it. Probably. How many? How many days away from uh, Prigwort are we? You're like, right? just a, like a little bit more than a day. Yeah. You, we have to. We have to camp out once. You would have way. to camp out once. Yeah. Because we don't have to explore on the way back, so we can go a little faster. Mm-hmm. So my only question then is, um, the thing about staying here, guys, is that we really don't have any knowledge about how long it's going to take the animals to recover and whether or not they actually even can recover while they're in this environment without having, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost the better part of Valor is just to try and cowboy through and get them to a farrier. I don't know. Someone who can actually, you know, help them because right now we don't really have the tools for that. Um, Without right. camping inside the tomb for the next week, you know? I, I I agree. I think we I think yeah. we get moving with as much stuff as it seems like the animals can 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 take. Not overloading them if they start to like be uncomfortable. Stop just the minimal that they can carry. We'll carry well, the rest and go from there. I mean, honestly, I think that the thing that's probably going to break the camel's back is the mirror, which is right? the only thing we're taking out of the tomb. You can take well. I, I can just tell you. I mean, the, the the mirror the mirror can be put onto the donkey, um, but it's basically like if if that's what you want to take back, that would sort of it would sort of like what do we what do we have for the portrait's going to be rolled up, right? So that's not an issue, right? Yeah, it's, so it's the can. It's basically you have a choice. You can take the candlesticks or you can take the mirror, if if you well, want. I take one of the candlesticks and just strap it to our pack, and then put the mirror on the donkey, and then just go. Right, like mm-hmm. we can't overload the donkey. The horse can carry like the sack of gems. That's not like a big heavy weight thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just right. the candlesticks in the mirror. Those are the only things. Mm-hmm. Each one of us takes a candlestick. The mirror goes on the donkey. We're gonna have to spend one really shitty night outside, and then we get to Prigwort, assuming that we're not eaten by angry house cats. That is so, the solution of things. Yes. Yeah, I have an idea. I have yeah. an idea. What if Let's we take? It. What if we take yeah. something that's bulky, uh, heavy, the candlesticks or something? Dip them in the goo. Oh yeah, the floaty goo to lighten them, so that we can just carry them like balloons. 
It sounds comically amazing, but let's just go. <laughs> because frankly, remember, like the one thing was, is when we threw the torch through it, it only levitated for a few seconds after, after it was out of the goo. It's like you have to continue. It'll wear off. It'll wear off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want a question though? God, I shouldn't. We should get going. We're overthinking this. We should get yeah. going, but I, I have one question. I have one question, nevertheless. You have an empty bottle. You have an empty vial. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get some of that goo. Should you not bottle some of that goo? I mean, come I'm on. totally, I'm totally <laughs> getting some of that goo. In, That's all I have to say. And then let's move. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's yeah. get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, all right. So if each of us carries one candlestick and let's get going i got Come it on. yeah all right so uh halifax are you you're going back into the tomb to get a vial of that stuff i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna careful not to get on any on my hand he was never seen again all right the two, <laughs> the two skeletons are sort of dancing around you constantly asking if you'd like to join the dance um do you uh, do soon, any soon soon i'm a little busy right now do you do anything with the i can't remember what it was some sort of cage or box that you put over the animated objects in the entrance chamber we put them in the box and then we tied it to the ch to the post. Let's just take the whole. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just bring because uh, I had I think I can't remember if we put the well, we had a sack in the box. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sack in the box. It, okay. As you as it's rattling and they're screaming at you to stop invading the tomb. When you go up the stairs and you exit the tomb, they just do, and they're quiet in the box. Cool. I thought they were my pals anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, you make your way back to camp and you load everything up. Um, it is a very, very sad looking uh, group, basically. Um, Halifax and Gwillem got big, bright smiles on their faces, of course. They're feeling great. Um, but it is, a, it's a, it's terribly cold, like really cold. The only blessed thing is, is that there's actually no wind chill, thankfully. It's just very dead and quiet here. Um, as you move north through the looping wood, once again, don't forget that you see the remnants of that fernging. Um, uh, Sir Chide uh, actually mentions that and he, um, he says, Oh, yes, I remember. There was once many trees that had many delightful variations. The men of the woodcutter's encampment. They still abide here, or is this just very old trees? They're around. They're around. I haven't never been there. From my my studies, Sir Chai or sorry, Chatham. Chatham? Chitham? Chithane. Chithane. From my studies, Chithane, it seems that um they are still there, but they're the descendants of perhaps the men that lived in Elden times that you no doubt heard of. Mm. Um, but they are far removed from the uh, from the men that used to live there and their skills. An ancient people they are, not of our of our kind, hailing from ancient Bocantium as we were as we are, sons of the church all. But those men of the woodcutters encampment are of a different breed, more akin to the Druun. I came from the north many, many, many long, many centuries before even I walked to these underneath these boughs. A few years of living amongst the, uh, the men of the dolmen have watered their legacy. Ah, that is a sad thing to hear. Still it might be worth a visit. Um, and, uh, he, when you guys hear that you're heading towards a place called Prigwart, he's like, Prigwart, this was, Nothing at all, really. Just a mere crossroads in the woods. I think they set up because there was two roads there that converged. I remember, though, in Harrowmore lands, indeed. Must have oh, grown. It's quite nice now. Quite nice, yeah. Uh, perhaps there are brewers there. Perhaps Chai Thing, you should start practicing um, hiding your knowledge of like what has happened before. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have no fear. I only do it with you because you know my past, but I, I will not. I, I will not make reference to it in the future. Disney um, on the history, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, you make your way through the frigid cold, and let's see what happens here. Give me a sec. Oh Jesus! So you're you're moving through tangled forest. Um, so just explaining to both you guys and the viewers here that uh, for exploring the wild, I look at to see what the the hex terrain is like. It is actually a it's a considered to be tangled forest, which is moderate difficulty. If you're off road in moderate difficulty, it makes your movement rate thirty three percent slower. You are already um, limited to the slowest member of your group, which I believe is whoever has a twelve mile overland travel rate. Correct. So reducing that by 33% reduces it down to eight miles per day, correct? You've packed uh, your armor, right? You've packed your armor. You're not wearing your armor. You're walking much faster, right? If I'm not wearing my armor, then the mule's got to carry it. The mule's carrying the, yep. the heavy stuff. Easiest way to carry the armor is to wear it, my dude. Uh, so Otherwise, it's just a sad wizard plan. Anyways, it's, uh, you're going to move eight miles per day. And uh, you're going to let's see. Visibility oh, is normal. And, and one, one quick question: I can't. I can't remember. I was just away for a sec. Did we also take the the extra weapons from the statues of the tomb? Uh, you have would that have overloaded us? I think you probably be overloaded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're carrying, yeah, just, if you, each of you are carrying a candlestick, it's pretty pretty much impossible. Okay. Yeah. Just to clarify, John, the eight miles a day, that's like, that's our not exploring movement rate, right? That's like correct. We'd, so that's the, we're just walking home. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. But the problem is, is that you have no, um, you have no uh, uh, guidepost to guide you. So there is a chance of getting lost. Can someone roll me a D6? Okay. We got a hunter. I'll roll a D6 oh. in the spirit of Snell. Wow. But surely we do have some because we came I got, with a, I got a one. Have, I got a one. Okay. <laughs> you just Eight miles alert. a day. <laughs> uh, wrong I direction. need someone. I need someone to roll me two d six. I'll do it. do it again. Someone else I'll, do it. I'll do it. Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, we went nine miles in the wrong direction. No, we can only go eight miles in the wrong direction. We we got uh, a good pace. <laughs> we were feeling really good. Yeah, that's true. The worst case scenario, we're eight miles in the right direction because that's as far as we can go. Right. Hey, look, guys, we're in Brackenwald. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Could be worse, I guess. One moment, moment please. We're not going to Brackenwald. Ridiculously blind. Ridiculously blind. All, All right. So uh, grinning. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you're you're moving along in the cold. You're. Uh, you know, the breath is steaming. The the horse and Ethel aren't are just not feeling great at all, and you're just kind of plugging through. But you are loaded down with treasure. Like, oh god, just gotta get in front of that fire, the Clash Antler. You're even looking forward to maybe even seeing Ostish there. Like, who cares, man? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> just seeing another friendly face would be great. Um, been out here for so long, um, and uh, kind of daydreaming, and uh, you know, uh, Trithane is sort of talking about the past and his, his you know, that sort of thing, and then. You you come into an area that you you hear. Um, what, let's see what what would it be like in winter time? I have to kind of translate it for winter time, but um, 
the the fog around you uh, the the fog starting to kind of slow slowly kind of creeps in as the light wanes um in the west and uh and it seems to basically obscure everything in a very like thick sort of bluish white vapor it doesn't smell bad or anything like that but you start to hear it as nighttime kind of creeps in you actually hear like the booming croaks of of uh toads and frogs and such and like that um and you're like where are we and you you look around and uh as the mist sort of clears away in like a gust of frigid wind um you find yourself on the lip of a large basin like massive large basin and before you spreads a um uh uh let's see um let me just make sure i'm describing it correctly uh yeah a a, a large mist covered lake that basically goes as far as the eye can see in front of you um with a jagged sort of uh, cut basin that sort of winds its way around and you can see that as you're kind of looking out over that there are numerous small little caves that are sort of cut into the side of this basin right below you that leads a sloping down into the into the uh the lake proper um and uh and you can hear somewhere down below can't quite see it in the mist, but you but you see a form that is sitting cross-legged on the banks of the river, and you can hear like a, uh, his back is towards you. It's definitely a male, and he's wearing sort of um, what you can kind of see is sort of ragtag finery. Where he's sort of crouched over, and you can hear uh, like a sound like a shik 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 at the side of the lake. Like panning like like somebody panning for gold sound. Maybe. Or playing with, with a pile of bones. It's a bag of teeth. Oh, but you know that this is definitely not this is this you never encountered <laughs> anything like this on your on your journey south. Like this is a a, a huge lake that you stumbled upon. So well, I, I say uh, oh, oh fellow oh. traveler. Might oh. you know where oh, we are? Who, who who goes up there? And he looks up in a uh there is um a, a stiff, lanky man, probably in about his mid thirties, um, and he has like this kind of like like a teenager's mustache, even though he's an older man, right? Like it's just barely growing in, you know what I mean? But he sort of looks up, and um, he's dressed in like courtly breeches and a jacket, and he has like a really uh, 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 what call it? Um, can't think of the words now. Um, a skew, uh, high powdered wig that has like the pow- like the, the like the wig is like all coming apart, you know, like he's been traveling too long. Um, and he wipes off mud, like clay mud off of his breeches. And he's like, oh, ah, who, who is that up there? Are you a man of God? Are to be praised. We have passed through the dreaded mist and found another believer. My name is Brother Gillum. Ah, yours? Brother oh, Gwilym, quick, please, please, please come down here. It's quite cold. I much, much desire to talk to like-minded men of the faith. <laughs> Are you one of the pilgrims? Indeed, I travel the land, spelling the word for the common man. Well, come, come. You you pay no attention to what I'm doing over here, of course. But uh, if you're here to see the, the, the caves, well, you've come to the right place, of course. Yes, the caves. What are they called again, my mind? Oh, it's... Well, they, they go under many names, the Crystal Caves, of course, but uh, over there, though, the, well, you see, the, the, the water falls off there, and that, that, that leads to the 
what do they call the incandescent grottoes. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Dangerous place, but full of many wonders, I've heard. As I quickly scroll around the map, <laughs> um, I, 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 I trot down unassumingly towards him. Is it still daylight? No, uh, no, it's it's, it's almost dark. It's, like it's fading. It's like time to camp. I I, I trot down to him. Yes, okay. Yes. Oh. He pay attention to what he's doing. He just said not to pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be watching what he's doing in the sands. So at uh, at on the ground at his feet, um, basically right at the the shore of the lake itself like where it sort of laps up onto the onto the uh shale here um is uh is a is a panning equipment um he says uh he says i would like to introduce myself and he he bows at the waist and offers his hand to you and says my name is duncan mcmurlo duncan mcmurlo a name uh hold on let me write it down i got it Merlot. Uh, name a name is a is a blessed thing. Uh, 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 buried, I, I misspoke. Which is much much power and meaning. And McMarlow Mac- sounds like a good one. My I actually misspoke my own name. Uh, Me. Uh-huh, well, <laughs> my name is actually Duncan Mud Merlo. <laughs> Mud Merlo. Mud I Merlo. once knew a, yes. I, mu- I once knew a mud clump. <laughs> the mud clumps. Well. The less we say about the mug clumps, the better. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it, but uh, I think we all agree. <laughs> it says, at your service, and you are... Brother Gwilym. I am Argus Denthelm. Oh, there's a quite a large party here. Well, it's all... I assume you all introduce yourselves. Yeah, Halifax Swinney. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Why are you out here... Uh, all by yourself. It seems uh, a bit dangerous. Well, I do have the honor, and he's once again like dusting off his muddy knees, and he's I am the uh, uh, I am what might be called the gentleman's gentleman, the uh, the the, the maitre d' the uh, of the house of the Jolly Oysters Pollard of the Woodcutters Encampment. You, of course, have heard of the Jolly Oysters. You guys have no idea. Uh- uh, I'm sorry. All shucks, I say. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard of the woodcutters. What is the name of that body of water behind you? Why, that is this is Fog Lake, of course. This is what you are here to see, of course. The, the healing properties of the great crystals of Fog Lake. That's why so many come from the castle and from Prigwart to come visit. You know, if you just... There is a, there is a, a path just to the south there. You have to go around the lake a little bit. Uh, cross over the Ransom Creek, but there is a path there uh, that leads, will take you right to the uh, road, the camp road that leads from the Woodcutter's Encampment to Castle Brackenwold. That is where all the pilgrims come from, although you didn't come from the camp, from the uh, the path there. Came from well, the west. I... What were you doing out in the wild, in the looping wood? Dangerous place out there. We were looking for the healing powers of the beer of Prigwort, to be perfectly blunt. Oh, you were miles away from Prigwort. Tell me, yeah. tell me now, friends, that you happen upon this by accident. You're not pilgrims, are you? <laughs> but, uh... Yes. <laughs> he looks over at, like, your wrapped package on the meal. He's like, you were quite uh, loaded for bar. Traders, perhaps? Merchants? We're moving. Yeah. Moving. We are, we are bringing uh, uh, the Lord's alms to the church. Alms? Of course. Alms. Listen to him. We just met yes. him. 
<laughs> no arm. This is an arm-free zone. It's a very all right. I I I can't help but think that you are dissembling. But uh, fair enough. People come to Fog Lake for their own reasons. As long as you mean no harm, it's quite all right. And you you mentioned something about uh, uh, healing crystals. Oh, indeed. So uh, the the rumor is, of course, that the that the uh, the crystals inside some of these caves, the russet ones, in fact, uh, they they actually degrade quite quickly, but uh, they apparently have healing properties. Hmm. You have but to touch them. But I am after larger game, as they say. And he kind of glance, like glances down at his pan, at his panning. Yeah, well, we we should leave you to it. I uh, don't want to interrupt your larger game. Uh, just any old cave, you just go in and... Apparently. They... I don't hold any... I mean, I don't... If if that was your intent, then I, who am I to gainsay you? I think it's all a bunch of nonsense, frankly. Well, I was really... talking about Sorry. a place to sleep. Yeah, Honestly. really, quite frankly, it's, it's uh, late, we're cold, and it's tired. We're looking for a safe place to make camp. There is a roof over your head there in the caves, I perhaps, but I think a poor substitute for a warm fire. But uh, uh, and where where is it that uh, you stay? Well, I'm afraid I'm not going to. I can't let you stay with me. My, uh, but uh, I have my ways. Don't don't you worry. I after I am after all in the service of the Jolly Oysters Pollard. Of course, of course. But I mean, it's not quite far to the woodcutters from here. Not as far as you think. Oh. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, of course. I Should you so ever happen to be in the neighborhood of the Third Noble House, the uh, the residence of the great Jolly Oysters, uh, please do stop by. Call call on me, and I'm sure that the Jolly Oysters will extend his hospitality to you with great vigor. My good sir, before you depart, it is my understanding that on the road from Prigwart to Brackenwald, which we can't be far from, there is a uh, small enclave of friars that take in travelers at night. Would Indeed. you perhaps... Would you perhaps know the distance to that and whether or not we still have time to reach there tonight? Uh, I'm afraid not. It's not that far, but uh, the sun has already set. You are not. We will not be able to reach it in time. I'm afraid you might be stuck out here in the cold for the night. And in that case, indeed, the caves might be your best bet. Yeah, let's get a cave, guys. What a good cave! It's all right. You've got your magic. It'll be fine. Oh. Okay. So there is a number of caves here. Um, they, uh, uh, you pick one that seems suitably large that you could sort of like walk into, I assume. Um, and can we uh, lure the animals into this cave, or is the horse going? No, they'll go. Out? They'll go. They'll fine. Um, it was large enough. Okay. Yeah, they're not. Uh, these aren't. Um, uh, when you quickly, Alfred's fears. You know, you 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 kind of go into the cave and you kind of search around, but they're very. They're shallow, like there's not like it's not like a cave system, right? That sort of thing. Right, Although right, you right. do see, as you you do uh, actually pick one that seems suitable, you can see within when you're at the mouth of the cave and you look out towards the lake, you can see that there is a uh, a part that actually um, there is where he indicated where there uh, the, some of the water of the lake itself actually dives down underground into a, a large hole in the ground. Um, I have to go. I'll be right back. Just sure. Wait. Sure. Which he indicates is the entrance to what he calls the Marvel of Fog Lake, which is the Incandescent Grottoes. 
Um, but here you see that indeed, um, in the backs of the cave, sort of away from where the sunlight would ever be able to hit it. Um, uh, there are these deep russet colored crystals in chaotic formations here. Um, so they're sort of ugly looking, but they're definitely like crystalline, like geode sort of thing. Right. Um, um, but, but they're not, they don't, they're not really shiny and they're like these tight little clumps and there's not that many of them. Um, and you notice that the rock here in general from which these crystals are sprouting um, is rather uh, soft and crumbly. There's like a lot, a lot of like rock detritus and dust on the ground here. Can Argus like touch the crystals and like maybe pick, break one off or? Yeah, absolutely. Do they just, like do they feel hard like a regular crystal? You smell them, they don't smell weird or anything like that. Like they're just like crystals, right? Uh, no, but they, they are. They they seem like uh, strangely unremarkable. Is the best way I could put it. Like most crystals have like a like a you know kind of a cool appearance to them, right? Like they draw the eye. But these are like very sort of plain looking. Like once again, they're sort of russet, like a like a dull red color. Um, uh, and when you touch them, uh, you're able to easily easily pull one off of the wall. They just sort of like and they kind of you know kind of break off, and actually like a little bit of it actually chips away whenever you kind of touch it. As if it's like extremely delicate and fragile, very uncrystal like. If you know what I mean. But yeah. they but they're formed in these very jagged geometric shapes, which indicates that they're crystalline. Have I ever come across any books of magical properties of crystals or anything like that that I might have studied? No. Mm -hmm. You should eat one. You should eat one. Well, I was thinking I might throw it in the fire and see what happens. I bet we get some cool colors. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I think one at a time. Argus, that looks quite scrumptedly ambitious. I, he'll sniff it. Give it a little taste. It tastes yeah, very much just... like nothing happens. So what Mud Merlot told you was that the, according to legend, like a bunch of pilgrims regularly make their way to these caves in order to, to sample the healing powers of these crystals simply by touching them. And you're okay, you're, feel, well. you're feeling nothing basically. When you taste it, it tastes right. like dirt, you know, like earth. All right, I'll, I'll stick the one that I've recovered into my pouch and okay. go to bed. All right. Well, uh, oh, first you have to have some camaraderie. Uh, mm -hmm. Before that, though, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why it would not work for Alfred and it would work for me. But given that I'm covered in plague scars. Can I touch one against one of my scars and see if it uh, has any effect? On Absolutely, me? yeah. So you just kind of sidle up against it. It just kind of crumbles off, but doesn't seem to have any sort of effect. You think the whole thing is probably horse shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, when you're bedding down and Argus is dreaming up the, the best story you can, you can tell through, it's probably going to be very entertaining considering he's a concussed and it's only going to be like half okay. lucid in the first place. But <laughs> uh, um, uh, Argus, you are further... Uh, sent into a, well, it's not it's not that extreme, but I, I assume it would be like a little bit heightened because of your condition already. Um, uh, your stomach roils a little bit, a little bit more than normal, um, and you feel a little bit nauseous, and you kind of scuttle back into the cave, and you you kind of do like a dry heave a little bit, right? But nothing, just like a uh, uh, you don't feel good, and you feel like extremely lightheaded. And you start to see like, um, like uh, kaleidoscopic colors, like psychedelic colors out of like your eyes, and you're like, "What the? What is going on?" Like, 
Oh, I'm obviously still not recovered from my, but this is like a new symptom from your concussion. You know, you have no idea. Oh my God. Yeah. We, we do need something else wrong with but, artists. But then it, but yeah. then it passes, but then it passes. Like the whole episode takes like maybe 30 seconds and you're like, oh, okay. All right. I'm okay. I'm a good artist. I'm good. Flashback, <laughs> man. Go get in the fur coats and disrupt. So, it sounds God. like you need to eat a larger dose. I don't think microdoses work. Oh, I'm not licking any more crystals, man. <laughs> All right, camping procedures. Um, the brown crystals, you know, I learned that at Woodstock, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, actually, I should have given um, Gwillem the opportunity here because um, it's part core part of his thing is when you were traveling uh, and got lost, did you want to forge? Because you can forge oh, while you travel without. Yeah. So just don't forget to tell me that because that is like a key thing for you because everyone can forge, by the way, much like the everyone can do thief skills, just that uh, the friars are better at it than you are. Um, I didn't realize it was while traveling. That's great. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there's 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 an optional rule which I am putting into effect, especially now that we have a fire. Is in general everyone can forge without losing um, any speed. Um, uh, it, but you can also choose to do focused foraging, which is similar to hunting and fishing, where it basically is the only thing you do do during the day. Um, but then you have um. Uh, oh no! Actually, oh, it's not the. Full day. That's pretty cool. So it reduces your movement rate by fifty percent, um, but then you um, you up your chances of successfully forging to four and six chance for anybody. And if there's a friar in the party, it goes up to a five and six chance, Ooh. which is pretty sick. Um, that really, sick. but that's the focused foraging. That's focused okay. foraging. So the normal foraging is what you're, we're doing right now is without breaking your movement rate at all. Everyone has a chance of a one and six chance of finding something. Friar in the party, two and six chance. Nice. So we can so, each roll. Um, no, it's for the it's for the entire party. Sorry. Oh, okay. it's, it's whether the party roll. manages. Yeah, because we have a friar. David rolls, and then he gets a two and six chance. That's correct. Yeah, do it, David. And this is yeah. for like mushrooms and I got a six. Mm-hmm. You okay. yeah. So you, you you're not able to forge anything, uh, so that's not going to happen. Um, but that's fine. Uh. Just want to try it out. Just remember that that's that should be a default activity. Should you be traveling in the wild? Period. You know. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't want to have to. Plucking mushrooms as yeah. I trot along trail. Yeah. Okay, so, so um, who's going to catch to fetch some firewood? As soon as I stop tripping balls, I'll go. Do we get not firewood. have enough firewood on the on the horses, or do we? Yeah, we have. We, we have, have two more days of firewood on Ethel, but if we can gather some, we should. Because we're lost. <laughs> also, I, I'm really, really super healthy. I'd probably be a good good one to go out there just in case something jumps on me. Okay. Yeah. I only got one arm. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, you stay in the cave. All right, Halifax so, and I go uh, get wood. Argus and Halifax then. Um, while everyone else is setting up camp, I was tried in Snowfall, of course, as well. Trithane and Gwendolyn. I have to remember to call them that now. Um, um, Argus and Halifax, you're both going to roll a 1d6. Um, but you're going to subtract one from the total result just based on general circumstances and availability of dry wood in the forest right here. All right, so I get a five. Okay. Uh, I got I got a four minus one would be a three. Okay, so, so you... It, yeah, the target number is eight um, because you want to get enough um, hour. You need that many hours to get through it a whole night, so you're able to do that. But, of oh. course, you, you do have your stash, so um, if you just want to add that to your stash, you have another... You, you basically have another night's worth of firewood. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're gonna burn it tonight, so that's fine. Yep. Uh, yeah. Water is always assumed to be uh, 
uh, gettable in a forest environment. So that's basically a non-issue while we're in the Dolmawood setting, which is the entire time we're playing. Um, and uh, now for the cooking. Given a fire, cooking pots, and ingredients, which means either forged food, standard rations, or hunted game. Oh, oh, so it can't be iron rations. Do you have standard rations? Um, let me double check. I have standard. I have st- some standard rations. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I have. I have five. That's fine. Worth. Yep. Um, all right. So. Yes. Uh, so the cook must make a wisdom check. Mm-hmm. Grillum, you've been so, called forth to bring forth your pots and pans. <laughs> Get in there, you frisky hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my wisdom is a 14. Is there some friar bonus to cooking? Is that the thing? or uh, Is think- there? Just There's not a bonus to cooking. I just can forge, and I can use a frying pan as a weapon, <laughs> as an improvised weapon. Oh, <laughs> much- I can use a frying pan, a cured sausage, or a ham shank as an improvised club. So and- obviously, the first chance I can do that, I'm going to do it. By the way, I would yeah. kind of house rule and expand that to like basically making you like a master of improvised weapons, right? Okay. Like if you can kind of come uh, up with like a sort of funny, comical thing to yeah, use yeah. as a club you know not going overboard i would call it each time but um but you would be okay with it everyone else even fighters would have a minus four to attack with something like that but you wouldn't so here's my question did i see um uh, at any point when we went back into the tomb alfric's arm it's on my arm <laughs> dude he didn't actually lose the arm. No, he didn't You're lose the arm. Gonna... Now well, I kind of wish awesome. he did. I, I wish he did. But yeah. when he does, inevitably. comes <laughs> up and falls off. <laughs> like, <laughs> carried around like that guy on the beach. I'm a friar of, a, of the Peliatic Church in a time in which the observation of death and the body is sacred. <laughs> It's left arm that you're giving me is a holy weapon. Right? This, is not, <laughs> exactly. this is not some tawdry thing. This no. is, this yeah. is as, as it'll, sacred. It'll be a mystery. It's, yeah. it's a relic. It's literally a relic. Yeah, it's a relic. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, you know, so. What would be hilarious, though, is if it got confused eventually as St. Snell's arm, and uh, Alfred gets no credit at all, and... Uh, uh, okay, so here's the deal. Um, make, go ahead. Well, make, make the check. Let's see what happens. So you're trying to roll a 14 or under. Nice. Five. Great. Yay. You made it. Cool. You also need to change your name because it's just reminding everyone of how sad it is. I don't think I can edit my name. I think that's on your end or no. How no. Do I, how you, do you should be able to do it. Matt, you should do it too for, for artifacts. Where do you do it? I don't know where. It's, where it's, where it is. it's the, the, the pencil icon. You can change your name. Ah, uh, there it is. Oh, I can. Um, oh, that. There we go. So, uh, but great, you did your cooking. So here's the deal. Um, it doesn't mean that you get to cook for like you, one standard ration. You can feed everybody. Everyone still has to donate the rations. It's just that you get better food out of them. So um, I need everyone to erase uh, another standard ration. I can, um, so I'll I mark can, off for me. And, yeah. yeah, I'll mark off two. And then, yeah, don't forget Snow, uh, Don't forget Gwendolyn and uh, Chai Thane as well. Yeah, that's right. Wait, one for me, one for Gwendolyn. Oh, I got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll do one for me and one for you. Got it. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks to uh, the excellent cooking, you're able to turn what is usually just like hard tack and hard cheese and uh, the hard ends of bread um, into like a delicious uh, mm-hmm. stew. 
uh, Gwilym, and uh, um, it's the first warm meal you've had in some time, and it's quite delicious, so everyone's going to get a plus one bonus to their con checks uh, when they rest. All right, camaraderie time. Does anyone want to tell a story? Well, I think it's time we, we sing the tales of, of Snell. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. a ballad or, you know, we pass poems around, you know, kind of like when uh, Gandalf died there, you know, in Lothlori and they're all talking and Sam recites a poem about the fireworks. Yeah, that's great. Um, we've, got a, we've got a Gandalf, uh, a poor Snell here. Now, yeah, Halifax uh, is really feeling it for Snell, man. So I would say that uh, normally it would just be one person would tell the story and there'd be a charisma check, but we'll say because it is, um, it is a remembrance of Snell, um, and we'll do it this one time thing, um, that because everyone has a story to, sh- to share, um, and everyone's, uh, uh, feeling a little bit melancholy about the whole thing. I'll allow, um, every, I'll allow Alfred Argus and Halifax to each make a charisma check. I was right. And I just twenty roll under our score. Roll under, yeah. I just need one person to succeed. You're not going to get like a like cumulative bonuses, but I just I'll up your chances of succeeding. I did. Wait, under our charisma, right? Yep. Yep, I got it. Great, I got it too. Oh, nice. (laughs) I was a friend of Jameis. He gave me his. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, yeah, it. uh, I shed water for the dead. Yeah, you uh, you share pleasant stories about remembering Snell. And toast to his uh, memory. And uh, you are also going to get a plus one bonus from that, from the general camaraderie. So it's nice. And, okay, we are at sleeping. So we have a campfire. We are at ideal conditions as far as we can for winter. Um, fur coats? Yeah, the fur coats, yeah. So. Excuse me. Mild contact. Here I come. By the way, Mm -hmm. these are like elegant, like dressy fur coats. These aren't like hunter trapper fur coats. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're they're no, they're beautiful things. Yeah. um, We're stinking them all up. You definitely are. Okay, so normally it would be a straight con check, um, and it can't get any better than that. So I am still going to leave it at a straight, but it's but the good thing is it's not two con checks; it's just one, um, and there is no automatic failure, which is good too. So you, uh, it's going to be a con check for everybody, but I'll say that the coats um, also give you an additional plus one. So all of your bonus, you're going to basically make it in the con check with a plus three bonus. So raise your con by three, and you're looking to hit that target number or under. Okay, so um, before you roll, tell me what the number is so we all know. I rolled. I had, um, with the plus three, I have to get under a 16. Okay, great. So Alfred made it. All right. Go ahead, Ted. With the plus three, I have to get under an eight. Eight or under. All right. right, Mother. Oh, Oh, man. Everything. Everything we give you. Uh, um, we try so hard. <laughs> Con five. I have to. I have to roll under a nineteen with the plus three. Okay. Come on. I'll do my. Watch me get a twenty. Oh, five. Five. Okay. Great. Um, there were three for. Uh, you want to trade? You want to trade numbers? You. I was rolling for Halifax out of courtesy. <laughs> he was rolling for me. Brotherhood thing. Uh, there were three fur coats. Am I snuggled up with someone in, in theirs? How, how's this working for me? You can sleep next to Ethel. Sleep next to Ethel. There you go. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine. 
Alright, so I have to roll under 12 with the bonus. Hey, 10! 10, great. Cool, you did it, no problem. I'm so glad I have uh, higher con than 5. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling for uh, Halifax. Oh, poor Ted. Poor Ted. And for Gwendolyn. All right. Winner's Just... almost over there, Argus. Don't worry. All right. What? So, um, what did, what did you say, Mike? I said winter's almost over, and then you don't have to deal with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely um, uh, retiring next winter. You know, I'm not leaving the house for months. I'll have to make all my coin in the summers for I can winter in somewhere sunny like Florida. All right. Anyone who was hurt, um, who succeeded, can gain one more additional hit point. Um, Ted, you lose a hit point from fatigue. I got three days left, and then I'm toast. Okay. All right, uh, so you... you my arm better? Hmm? Nope, your arm's not better. I'll let you know. Don't you worry. I assume I'm still well concussed. Um, yeah, how, how do... Um, uh, yes. Oh, shoot, what's his, what's his new name? Uh, how do Gwendolyn and Chathane look this morning? They look much better. Oh, good. They, they didn't like sleeping in a cave, but they liked it a lot more than sleeping in the place of his death. <laughs> or where he was buried. Spider uh, details. Bunch of namby pambies. Come on. <laughs> uh, okay, just checking statuses here. Good, good. Okay. Um, in the morning, uh, Gwillem and Elfric, what spells do you prepare in your morning ablutions? I mean, doesn't matter. I can't cast any spells, so uh, you don't want to. You just want to. You don't want You don't want to just keep in practice by studying your spellbook. Yeah. yeah. I. I think for fun, because it doesn't matter, I'm going to memorize boop -a -doop -a -doo, floating disc. Floating disc. Excellent. Oh, I'd be handy with it. Love to see it. Uh, a light. I'll, I'll memorize light. Light. Very good. All right. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Duncan Mud Merlo does not appear to be there. Today is the first of what, John? Uh, today is the first of Hagrime. And can you please roll me a 2d6, please? I'm not going to do it. I'll do it. Um, sorry. I feel like if everyone's injured, I would obviously memorize Curlite Wounds and use it. Would I not? So, what's, your, what's, what's everyone's HP at? You're, you're significantly down, Argus? Oh, I'm at three out of five. Okay. I'm concussed. I'm in I'm, I'm in three or four. I'm fine. Would 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 casting that on a, a pack animal? Would I have any awareness of it improving their condition, or is it kind of moot? Say it again. Casting cure light wounds on a pack animal would it improve their condition anyway? Are they basically as improved as they could be from what we've done? Uh, they are in rough shape, but they are moving normally. But there is no mechanic since you left uh, some stuff behind. What we what healing with them would do would allow them to carry more. But you basically have everything with you now. You know, but they're, but they're looking rough. I mean, it's not like they're going to be like, no, I don't need healing. <laughs> they're right, I'm, I'm going to just I'm going to keep light for now. Then. Keep light. Do they do, do they look worse from sleeping last night? Or no, they, they look they look okay. They look fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. They're just not at top shape, basically. Okay. Are you, are you rolling for weather, Mike? Uh, I you, I you did. did. Yeah. I, I rolled a two. So it's a deep freeze things just get colder and colder over the night thankfully your fire was roaring merrily so you didn't feel the effects until you woke up in the morning 
Um, and uh, uh, it's even colder than normal. There's a hoarfrost actually over the ground. So everything sort of crunches on your feet. Uh, much of the lake itself is actually frozen. Um, and you see that um, over by where Mud Merlot uh, was panning for something there, that it appears that something has sort of frozen into a crystal, uh, crystalline shapes basically uh, on top of the lake. Like you see like some sort of residue on, on there. Not the body of M- Mudlow or whatever. No, no, no. Okay. Duncan I'm going to go on back. Go. Yeah, we should go take a look and see what that is. Um, so it appears to be, well, it's, it's tough to say. It looks like some sort of like crystalline powder, right? It's sort of like uh, been actually frozen. So it's like, it actually sort of makes like a little sound when you, when you touch it, like a, you know, shh, 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 shh. is a crystalline powder over the top of the ice on the lake. Yeah, it looks like this was something that was left over um, from his panning um, that he okay. forgot to take with him that would have been in like a more um, muddy sort of form if it wasn't so cold out, but it's since like basically frozen overnight. It's not ice crystals. It seems to be some other like uh, like yeah, rock what color. Or... Yeah, what yeah. color is it? It's it's sort of like it's it's um, it's a little bit of a, like a brighter red than the russet of the crystals that were in your cave. I'm going to scoop it up and put it I'm going to use the, my dagger to scrape it into a pile and then use my dagger to scoop it up and put it into a into a, a bag. Okay. Like a, like a pouch. Like Alright, so you should note that you have that. Okay. And then guys, can I make a, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Are, if we are on the northern and potentially northeastern corner of Fog Lake, Let's just cut due east and try and get to that fryer um, thing close to, you know, on the road. And then we or, just take the road off, Brigwart, or down to Brackenwald, or wherever we're going to go. I also agree. Yeah, I, as, as a fryer, I imagine I might have a rapport with them, so might be worth that. Makes yeah, sense. just try to head due east. And it's morning, the sun's, like, it's, you said it's, it's clear, right? Like, we can tell which way is east. We can follow the sun. Uh, okay. Yeah, if we head straight east, we should hit the road. Right, yeah, it's a little bit not to scale, but in general, um, you're basically, you're more heading northeast if you're looking at your map. Um, uh, you also have, like, the the antique map, right, from Castle Brackenwald? Is that right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Or, um, which is a little oh, bit yeah, more... Oh, yeah, I remember, I, I bought that. Yeah. yeah, so a little bit more accurate, which would show you that it's actually towards the northeast. Um, okay. Are you are you going to be heading as quickly as possible? Or are you going to attempt to search this hex? Um, we attempt I, I, to search the hex. It takes the whole day, right? And then we no, might be again. Yeah, let's move. I think around. we should just get to the road, dude. Okay. I just want to get this treasure somewhere safe so we can get yeah, some. <laughs> just asking. <laughs> okay. You know I want to. Itching for a fight. Come on. To be clear, oh. you you know I want to search all the hexes the minute we have recharged. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Ready, I'm ready for some random uh, wood 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 wandering. I don't know. I it's like it's been 13 too. sessions. You guys have... are still under the impression that you're going to be recharged. Uh, <laughs> no. This uh, is as good as it gets, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so you make your way out um, and you move along Fog Lake through the the mists are still extremely heavy in the morning, actually as well. 
Um, uh, the air is very still. Um, at this point now, it's so cold and so frigid that all of your, like, you get the crystals in your beard, like, the, you know, um, the snot is running down just like immediately freezes on your nose and into your mustache. Um, uh, the Ethel and I know that one your horse has a name to it. I just can't remember what it is, but there's biscuit, man, mandrake, and turtle. What is it? I think it was turtle, wasn't turtle? it? Turtle. Okay, cool. Yeah, biscuit, uh, Ethel and turtle are not happy at all. Um, and uh, uh, you make your way uh, northeast and heading for the road. Uh, head, doing your best. I think you're heading for the road. Um, so make me please a. D6 roll. I think it's, I, I, I screwed us last time. Somebody yeah, I'll, I'll, is this is this a uh, this is one of the higher is better dice, right? Oh, fine. Uh, doesn't Ooh. matter. Five. Five. Okay, so you feel that you are able to. Um, it is a still keep the sun in in the right direction, and you managed managed to make a beeline in that direction, which is good. Um, and then give me one moment, please. A little bit of this. <laughs> and then we're moving over into this. One moment, please. Oh, come on, fine. man. I'm sure everything's fine. And a little bit of this action. Moving over there. Oh, a little bit of open. <laughs> and a little bit of there. Okay. All right, so... Hey. Doesn't sound good, does it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, <laughs> no, so you you move around. You, you're basically skirting around uh, the northwestern side of the lake, uh, basically moving, uh, keeping it, you know, to your right the entire time. And finally, you branch off, and you're able to stay in the right direction as you head northeast towards the refuge of Saint Key and hopefully the Horse Eye Road. Um, soon enough, after about three miles or so, you enter into a. Um, uh, the, the force itself seems to open up a little bit. Like it's not quite as densely packed as it was around Fog Lake. The mist itself yeah. seems, tends to disappear. Um, and uh, indeed, after, let's see, uh, you're moving eight miles. So, I'd say not quite before nighttime, but I'd say probably about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you finally hear the sounds of civilization. You can hear um, horses, uh uh, neighing, you can hear carts being drawn, you can hear the shouts of men and women, um, and uh, uh, and then, much to your delight, um, probably for everyone, but particularly for Brother Gwillem, you hear the tolling of a bell. Dong. Dong. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you come out of the forest and you see before you the wayside monastery of the refuge of Saint Key. Yes. Dude, I run like I run towards it like a fat kid chasing an ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, remember, only one arm, pal. Only one right. arm. <laughs> you guys stayed here before, right? Yeah, on the way down. We had yeah. lunch. Right. Okay. We, had lunch. I don't think we stayed here. Right. We we did. We had we had yeah. a meal here. We I don't know if we stayed overnight, but we definitely hung out with the friars. Yeah, on our way down to Castle Brackenwald. Right. And I think even like before our adventure started, I think we... we... So the Abbot Spatulard comes out to greet you, uh, along with some of the monks. You've met him before. Um, a wispy-haired man in his 60s, uh, gigantically fat. Uh, definitely um, uh, 
someone Gwilym that you can tell has um has uh has uh, definitely uh my god i can't think of the most basic words um has definitely um benefited benefited is the word i'm looking for, sure, benefited sure. from the largesse shown to his monastery from travelers um um and uh but uh he's he's happy to see and he's oh it is delightful to see all of you again and oh uh, you've brought a, a man of the cloth with you brother you of course can reside in the cells with the others uh, free of charge of course Oh, nice. Last time we saw him, we had death rot. Right, yeah. Well, you're looking much better now. Mm, I didn't want the death rot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been quite the uh, adventure for these these uh, level one adventurers. God. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Death rot, banged up arm. Ah. Yeah, you know. uh, uh, good to see you, brother. Where can we uh, uh, tie our horse, etc.? So uh, these yeah, animals can, actually need some attention. If we could, uh, they'll take they'll take care of it. It's all good. Um, let's see here. Give me a second. Uh, looking for prices here. Free. Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. So there's only private rooms. There's Spartan monastic cells on the upper floor of the refuge itself, um, and they cost um, uh, two silver pieces a night. Um, meals are included. They are served. The meals are served with a freshly baked caraway buns. So like caraway seeds. Ooh. Yummy. Um, Great. Uh, oh, we can get you, some extra, extra of those tomorrow. What would you guys say to staying just a couple of nights? So, question, question. As a man of the cloth, could I not try to haggle him? Brother, <laughs> brother, as a man of the cloth, you understand that we carry very little wealth. Ignore this. Ignore the lifestyle. <laughs> We've got these giant candlesticks. Well, a, we, 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 we only acquire that which we can donate to the church. Please, is there any way we can have a, 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 your nicest room? <laughs> it's For a discount. Pieces, man. For a discount. I don't want to haggle. I'm afraid, brother, that all we could offer is the the uh, the peace of the Lord and a warm uh, a warm fire, some food oh, and the, oh, yeah, and the roof over your heads. I'm fine with this. Bless you, Abbott. That's exactly. <laughs> I, I had to try. I had to try. Um, are we wait? Are we wrapping soon or no? We yes, should. Yeah, we are. Yes. Okay. Um, so I want to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Well, we could let, let's. I wanted to talk to him a second before we like bed down for the night, whenever that's appropriate. That doesn't have to be now. Uh, yeah, we should probably pick that up next time. But uh, what yeah. I will say is, is that um, you guys can bed down for the night, and you have safely taken treasure from a place of danger to a place of refuge. So this is uh, you um, will get all that. Um, we will do, we'll do it off stream, of course. But uh, oh, thank you, baby Jesus. Uh, but you will you will get. <laughs> I XP mean, I for... get some of that as Willem. Uh, yes, no. you do. Yeah, you do. Um, whoever, whoever brings the stuff back out of danger gets it. Yes. Nice. Yep. Um, and, uh, we'll pick it up at the refuge of St. Key and see what happens from, from that point on. Right. So on. But nice. good we job getting out of danger, even though you got lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to, so are we going to bed or no? We're going to bed. Yeah. Speak. yeah. Well, just, we, we don't have to answer it, but I just want to whisper, uh, to him as we're sitting around a fire or something like that. What have you heard about Archbishop Sanguine? 
Okay. I yeah, yeah. We now it, you don't have to go to bed in order to get the DPS speed. So we like, we can we yeah. can pick it up with the conversation before you go to bed, but it's it's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, we'll tally all that up next time. So, uh, okay. and once again, great great session, guys. Thank you so much. That's fun. Uh, let me just get back to the thing here. Um, all right. I feel spent. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that I'm was a rough that was a rough one but uh yeah uh chithane and gwendolyn are very happy to be in a warm bed as well um but uh you did it so it's good freezing cold but you're, you're but you're feeling good so good job all right guys so that was it honeymoon suite at the, the monster <laughs> no unfortunately not it's all the same here at the refuge but still it's a warm place all right guys so we'll see you guys next time for episode 14 don't forget everybody to please like and subscribe 3d6 down the line um and we will see you guys next week thank you so much Thanks bye for bye. all your comments, everybody. We love yeah. them. Yes, we do. Yeah. Thanks again. Okay. And, and the poems. Keep the poems coming. <laughs>